Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got a bad case of punning you. We watch Dr. Giggles, a movie with more puns than you can shake a stethoscope at. We watch it so you don't have to. So take two of these and call us in the morning because you know what time it is. Greetings, Moon Goons! Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall A. Hampton. With me is my co-host, my buddy, the co-host with the mostest, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Co-hostess with the mostest. Yes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I have the mostest, and you knows this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, before we get started, uh, today's uh, today's episode was brought to, was suggested to us, so I'm going to say brought to you by a listener by the name of Todd Brown. He requested this movie a long time ago. <laughs> I'm going to say that. I'll be honest. A very long time ago. Oh, shit. But um, when he first su- suggested it, I looked it up. I wanted to do it because I've heard of it. I remember watching it back in like, the 90s when I was a kid, but... Uh, it wasn't streaming at the time. I couldn't find a stream. And then, you know, recently I was and like... And you want to buy Dr. Giggles? I mean, yeah. I mean, it was like, do you have to find it? Is it even in print anymore? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You'd have to... Yeah. It was one I, I was going to have to, like, buy physical copies, like, DVDs and have it shifting. I'm like, I just want streaming stuff that I can rent. So I waited. And then now it's streaming. It's on Amazon. It's on a bunch of places. It's mm-hmm. on Amazon and YouTube and Google Play and iTunes and Voodoo. So it just went from nowhere to, like, everywhere, apparently. Sweet. It's like got locked. It's like the Disney vault. Yeah, it got, it got released. <laughs> and they'll be shut away for another 20 years. Uh, so get it while it's hot, movie Yeah, goons. get your copy of Dr. Giggles. Uh, before we get to the movie, though, uh, it's that time of the year again. It's the greatest time of the year. Because coming up soon, in just a matter of probably weeks, is the 2017-2018 Horrible Horror Horrible movie March Madness, <laughs> movie, which we never madness. We, we never give it a name. We never give a proper name. It changes every time I say it, but it's coming up. It's, <laughs> it's the t- third <laughs> annual whatever March movie madness. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Where we will take all the movies from the past year that we've done on the show and we will put them in a tournament and we'll make them fight to the death amongst each other. And one, one winner will stand victorious as the worst of the worst of the past year. Or loser i guess that depends how you want to say it but yeah whichever whichever <laughs> title you want yeah I guess. Are, sure you you that horrible? are you that bad that's kind of <laughs> awesome <laughs> all right so dr giggles this was should, should i tell the people where they can find us though oh, god damn it if you insist well i do fine that's why ahead. i interrupted you go ahead because whatever. you can find us on facebook you can find us on Instagram. You can find us at Twitter at Twitter. It's so bad it's scary. And of course, you can find us at horriblehorrorpodcast.com. There is something there. You can get a hold of us there. You can also listen to us. You can listen to us on our website. And you can also listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on uh, Podbean. And if I'm not mistaken, 
Did uh, we not just recently well, add? Well, actually, we are actually still on Google Play. It, oh, if sweet. You, if you can figure out how to use Google Play and find the podcast section of it, we are still there. Oh, great. Uh, but yeah, we are actually now on a new site called speaker.com. Speaker.com. And hopefully we are waiting approval to be picked up on iHeartRadio podcast. Where, damn. As well. So that's in the works. We're so all up in your guts now. Yeah, we we're are. We're coming into all kinds of ear holes. <laughs> we're going to make you airtight. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so watch out. Here we come. We're coming for you. All right. All right. All right. Let's get back to serious business here. Dr. Giggles. <laughs> serious business. Yeah. Uh, this was written by, I'm going to butcher this person's name. I don't know if it's a guy or girl. Uh, Grammy Whiffler. That's G R A E M E. Gr- Grammy? I, I don't know, Whiffler. I always let you pronounce it because if anyone has any beef, it's on you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Manny Cato, directed by Manny Cato as well. Now, Manny Cato had found way more success later on as a producer than as a director. He wanted to produce things like uh, 24 Others, yep. Branch Off, Break Off shows, as well as the uh, hit show Dexter and a bunch of our big shows. He Star uh, Trek, had, too. Yeah, some Star Trek. Yeah. yeah, so he had much better, more success as, as a producer than a director going forward. Um, the cast for this movie, uh, Dr. Giggles himself was played by character actor Larry Drake, who had 84 credits. Um, he had voiceover work in Star Wars, The Force Unleashed, the video game. Uh, voiceover work in Johnny Bravo, the cartoon. Oh, sweet. Uh, voiceover work in Justice League animated movies. Uh, he was in American Pie 2. He did voiceovers in Batman Beyond. He was on 144 episodes of Law and, of L.A. Law, I should say. He was Robert Durant in Darkman 1 I and know, 2. I know, he was Darkman. He was Darkman. Uh, he was also Bubba Ritter in Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. And he was credited as Yahoo number one in the original Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. So who's Yahoo? Yahoo number one. I don't know who if he was yeah. one of like the Cobra. He he could have been one of the Cobra Kai no. lackeys. So he had been maybe he was probably like like on the high school scene. kid yeah. or like some one high school kid or maybe somebody in the crouch somewhere. But yeah, he was Yahoo number one. Cool. <laughs> I understand he passed away. He did. He yeah. passed away a few years back. I I don't get the date, but he has he has passed. Uh. Next, we have uh, Jennifer, our main character, who's played by Holly Marie Combs. She's got 26 credits. She's most famous for her role as Piper Hollywell on the long-running show Charmed. Uh, she's also in 86 episodes of Pretty Little Liars. She's starred in Picket Fences, which was an older show. She also made appearances in the cult hit The Craft, which is that witchcraft high school movie. Oh, right on. And she was in t- with Tom Cruise in Born on the Fourth of July. Never seen it. I had actually never seen it either. I've, I've seen parts of it. It just looked boring. Eh, just, but I was also much, much younger. Yeah, it looked too serious. Yeah, Man. yeah. And then uh, tomorrow, the stepmom is played by Michelle Johnson. She's got 39 credits, including Death Becomes Her, The Glimmer Man, another Tom Cruise, Far and Away, which is a big... <laughs> okay. And Waxwork, another horror movie. Yeah. Um, that's about it. There's a bunch of other people with work, you know, that has some work to their name, but those are really kind of the... Really, the only ones that kind of stand out. One thing my wife pointed out was the boyfriend. I don't know who the actor is. Was... Oh, wait, wait, wait. We're gonna get to that. Oh, the, the black guy? No, no, no. Oh, okay. The the boyfriend, the main boyfriend character. Oh yes, Max. Uh, he's played. I oh, shit. I actually he don't... was David and Roseanne. Yeah, he was. He was in Roseanne for a who long. Also died. 
also yes. passed away. Heroin overdose. Heroin overdose. Yes, I, I, I was going to mention. It's I think, an epidemic, folks. I had that. I actually had that later in my trivia. Question. Uh, I had that. That's why I didn't have any cast. But yes, a uh, guy, dude from Roxanne, is yeah. on this. Um, so <laughs> let's uh, cut this baby open. <laughs> uh, we open with straight with the crash. So there's no cold open. We we just go right to the crash. And the music is awesome. <laughs> and the re it's it's so dramatic. Bom 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 bom. And I recognize it. I'm like, where the fuck is this music from? Where do I recognize this music from? And it's the opening intro to one of my favorite all time hip hop artists, Doctor Octagon. <laughs> so he sampled. The music from Dr. Giggles and the <laughs> intro to his song. Well, Holy shit. Doctors got to stick together, I, I guess. couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. That's a name I haven't heard in a very long Dr. time. Dr. Octagon. Yeah. Paramedic. He, oh, forget it. I won't yeah, even say yeah. yeah. um, So, the credits is super 90s. It, it takes us inside the veins or arteries of the human body where we follow poorly done CGI blood vessels. Oh, but for the 90s, it was the tits. (laughs) It was so cool. Uh, It's traveling through the body and into the heart, and then we see the heart get sliced open. By a scalpel. By a scalpel, and we see above us Dr. Giggles performing heart surgery. Full gear, full full, full surgical gear, except for the mask. Yeah, and he's he's in one of those... uh, Operating theaters. Yes, thank you, where the teacher, where you have the people looking above you. And there's several other doctors watching from the observation area high above them. And the camera pans around to show that the patient isn't really a patient in, like, surgery attire robes. It's just a dude in a suit with his, his chest cut open. His suit with, with the stern, like, the the sternum uh, opener that's keeping his sternum open. And his heart's exposed, but he's in a suit. Yeah. He's just lying on the operating table. Um, and it turns out that the uh, the doctors that are observing are actually other released mental patients or escaped <laughs> mental patients and not doctors. So next we get the scene of a nurse. She's sitting at a desk, and we see a pair of hands kind of reach in and, and start rubbing her shoulders. And the nurse thinks it's the doctor yeah, she she's looks, having a fling with. She looks over and kind of sees the ring on his fingers, like, "Oh, Doctor Smith." Yeah, like, what are you doing? Yeah, is it appropriate? And she reaches up to touch his arms, but she pulls her hands back, and they're just her fingers are covered in blood. She spins around, and there's Doctor Giggles standing there holding the doctor's severed arms. <laughs> he's just holding two arms, <laughs> just two arms. Like, Hello, like waving them around. <laughs> he's like. He should have kept his hands to himself. There's pun number one. Oh. And if you want to play a drinking game to pun. Hold on to your butts. Good luck with this one. Because <laughs> you will be fucking hammered. In the first, like, 20, 30 minutes. There are more puns than you can keep track of in this movie. So he giggles. Or so giggles just, he kills her. He then kills a man in his car that's about to, like, open the outside gate. You know, he's, like, was swiping his key card. He just kills yeah, him, so takes his key card. They also showed a scene where, like, orderlies are walking through with another, I guess, administrative person. Like, they escaped. The, the mental patients have escaped. Who are we looking We're looking for patient number WX222. Yeah, whatever. Go, and then one of the orderlies goes, oh, no, it's Dr. Giggles. Dr. Giggles. And they're like, what? Ah, oh, that's what we call him. And he goes, ah, oh, the schizophrenic with an IQ off the charts. Yeah, he's, supposed, he's like beyond Einstein intelligent yeah. or something. So uh, so the alarm's sounding. He finds the guy who's swiping his way out the door, grabs it, and uh, kills him. And kills him and just drives, drives off, in, off car. in his car. So he makes a clean escape. And he, and he we see him. He drives to the town of Morehigh. And we cut to Morehigh High School on the last day of school. The kids are running. You know, it's a traditional cliche. Kids are running out the door like, yeah, last day of school. Papers flying. Everyone's high-fiving. They're excited for summer break. And here we meet our main uh, main group of characters. We meet Jennifer and Max who are dating. 
And we meet the rest of the gang. That includes the two slutty girls, Corrine and Normie, which are, that's a really weird name. Normie. Normie. Uh, Stu and his girl, Diane. And then the black couple, Lee and Dougie Doug <laughs> is the black guy. I don't even care what his name is. He's just Dougie Doug. And I don't know if you have it in your trivia or not, but I don't care. I got to I got Dougie Doug. Now. He's the guy who went on to Cool Ronnie's fame, man. Feel the rhythm. Feel, Feel the, the rhyme. rhyme. Come, Come on, on y'all. y'all. It's bobsled yeah. time. Get on up. It's cool Ronnie. Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Dougie Doug, yo. He had the lucky egg. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, so when I saw him, I'm like, cool runnings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Dougie Doug is in this movie. Uh, <laughs> we cut to Jennifer at a doctor's appointment with Dr. Chamberlain, the town doctor. Uh, and here we learn that Jennifer has, like, this heart condition. It's a microvalve prolapse. Yep. Um, Aaron might be able to explain that a bit better. It's nope. just a minor heart condition. Yeah, it's it's nothing major. Uh, and Chamberlain gives her a heart monitor to wear. Uh, we next cut to this exterior shot of this old, rundown Victorian home. And in the basement, we find Dr. Giggles trying to bash his way through a wall. Jennifer just yeah, happens he... to be walking by, hears the banging, but kind of ignores it. And she bumps into this like, crazy old lady with her yeah, dog. She happens to be, like, she, like, lives super, must live super close. Yeah, it's, like, on her way home from school. Yeah, because she bumps into neighbors, she recognizes the neighbors, so everyone's, like, knows this house. It's a small town. Yeah. yeah, it's a small town. There's this gorgeous house just sitting there. I mean, it's a beautiful home. I mean, it it's, would it's, be a beautiful it's in it's all it's in disrepair. Yeah. It's falling apart, but yeah. Yes, it's the, it's the quote unquote scary house yeah. in town. I mean the gate's broken. It's run down, but if you put a little spit shine into it, man, it would look awesome. Yeah, so Jennifer finally gets home and here we meet her father and her stepmother Tamara. Uh which is a weird name because you hear Tamara, I'm thinking I, I don't know. She does not it's look more like, like an someone. African American. Yeah, I'm thinking a black girl. But, it's, uh, but, but I gotta say, well, they didn't say right off the bat. She walks in, and I'm like, is that her older sister? Her mom? <laughs> what? <laughs> they kind of give each other a shitty glance. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You, we find out that there's definitely some uh, tension. Some, yes, thank you. Some tension between the two of them. Uh, we go back to Giggles, who has broken through the wall and finds his father's old doctor's office. Uh, and we get flashback number one for the movie of uh, young Dr. Giggles and his family. Uh, boy Giggles is performing surgery on a stuffed animal. He's taking out like their heart, what would be the heart, just big wads of stuffing. His father comes in and Boy Giggles is like, Daddy, I want to be a doctor just like you someday. And he's like, oh, you will, son. And they laugh and they leave. And they, that- they, it pans over. And they show all of his like stuffed animals that have giant stitches on their chest. Yeah, there's like so twenty of them. He's been performing surgeries on all of his stuffed animals. On all of them. Yeah. Uh, so after the flashback, Giggles says this town is sick and needs to be cured. And we cut to Stu, Diane, Lee, and Dougie Doug entering the Giggles house. As Stu tells him the story of Doctor Randall, which is Giggles' father, that he murdered several of the townspeople by taking out their hearts. And one day, this is the gist. And one day, like a town mob came to the house, dragged him outside, and killed him in the streets. And then, for some reason, they went inside looking for his son, but the boy was never found. Like, mm-hmm. I can kind of get a town off. Okay, we're gonna kill the murderer, but like, why would the town like say, "Kill the son kill, too, kill, kill the, the boy, kill the like eight-year-old boy"? He's like twelve. Yeah, yeah. He's like, kill the boy. <laughs> That's a little crazy. Yeah. But did you notice what they were drinking while they were going into the house? Going into the house? No, I didn't. Old English 800. Oh, was it? They were drinking some oldie. Uh, cans of oldie. Oh, uh, were they oh, tall boys or just no, regular cans? No, they were just regular cans. I think they made regular cans. I, guess. <laughs> I thought they were just tall boys or 40s. But I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> They're drinking oldie. Oldie. Oh, that brings back memories. <laughs> um, 
So Stu now starts saying, like, hey, there's secret passages here. You know, we got to find them. And he starts knocking on walls. And this guy's a fucking moron. Yeah. Because the first spot he knocks on to look for a secret wall is right next to a goddamn window on the second floor. Yeah. Like, there's going to be a secret. <laughs> what? <laughs> this sounds hollow to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, out- it's outside, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Dougie, Doug, and Lee, they head off looking for secret passages, too. And then Stu just ends up locking them in a room together. What a dick. Yeah, and then Stu and Diane just run out of the house laughing at the success of their, their prank. That, that they was such off. a dick move. It is a dick move. It's a super dick move. Like, he locks him in there and then wedges his, like, It's like pickaxe. a pickaxe. It's like a, hand, it's so, like a small pickaxe. They're not getting out. No. <laughs> like, no, and it's not like they just lock him in there for a few minutes. They fucking leave. Yeah. Like, they leave for hours. They leave... <laughs> For a long time. Long time. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the basement, Giggles finds the war- a wardrobe filled with his father's old suits, which just happened to be in pristine condition after like 50 years or something like that. Maybe he had cedar he lining. Had some cedar and some hell of some good mothballs in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and of course, they fit him perfectly. Per- yes, he puts them on that perfectly fits him. I know. It's like, <laughs> I know my dad, I'm a lot bigger than him. I know yeah. you're a lot bigger than your dad, too. Yeah, I'm like a mountain of a man compared to my dad. Tower over him. Like, match up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah match up. Um, so, is his father, or Giggles also finds his father's old uh, black medical bag. He grabs it and says something like, Get ready, more high. The doctor is in. And he just starts doing his crazy, creepy giggles. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I tried, tried to represent. tried doing re- the black re- before, but. It's uh, hard to recreate. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it's kind of, it's something, something like, like that. that. But he does. Yeah, I gotta give him credit, man. He really he hits those giggles. He does great. hit the giggles very well. Um, so Lee and Dougie Doug they start hearing the giggling echoing through the house, and they think it's Stu, of course, just you know trying to scare him or fuck with him. Uh, but of course they're wrong. And Doctor Giggles <laughs> kills Dougie Doug by sticking him with a long ass needle, like needle syringe through a keyhole. This part is so strange. <sighs> so. You hear the chuckles, you hear the giggles. Dougie Doug's looking through. He's trying to see. He's like, come on, man, let me out. He thinks it's his friend. And then he stands. He has his back. He acts like he got stabbed in the eye. Yeah. His girlfriend's looking at him, and he pulls back like, ha ha, I gotcha. The needle comes through the keyhole. Long ass It's, it's got to be the longest needle in the world. But we'll soon learn that everything Dr. Giggles has is, like, giant. It's huge. So it pricks him. Mm-hmm. Injects him with this green, green stuff, and immediately he just goes. It's like instant, instant barf, instant barf up your guts because he goes. Yeah. Like all this crud starts coming yeah, out of like, his he's mouth. Like foamy blood is like coming out of his mouth. Like and he just, chunks, and he's just dead. dead, instant dead. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. God yeah. damn it. Uh, so Dougie Doug's dead. No, he <laughs> right? just, he's gone. He just died. Uh, uh, so Giggles comes, he opens, he comes in and Giggles looks at Lee and says, I'm not really taking patience yet, but I guess like, I can make an exception as he refills the syringe. Uh, she screams and we cut to the, the, the kind of weird one Jennifer ran into earlier. She's outside with her dog. She hears this screaming from her living room and looks out the window at Giggles house and says, Hey, you know what? I'm going to go check that out. Wait. Okay. Cause that's a g- genius idea right yeah. there. Um, but the fact she hears it, like, I don't know. She hears it from her living room over a TV, I think, that was on. And 
It's she just wasn't like, sure. She wanted to go check yeah, it out. Yeah, it's just weird. But it's funny compared to last week where everyone's screaming and they're two feet away you and know no one's here. And now there's like a block away. Yeah. This lady hears it over her television as well. Um, <laughs> actually, she turns out she's not a block away. She's like the next door neighbor. Well, like the, the house is on like still, the end of like a cul de sac and she's like the one like the 90 degree angle. Far thing. enough away. Yeah. So she hears, she goes out and she starts hearing the giggling and then she sees Dr. Giggles looking at her. Through the keyhole of the front door. And she's like, ah, fuck this. She screams. She runs off. And she runs back to her house. Good reaction. Yeah. Um, next, we get a scene of all of our main group of kids. Uh, along with a lot of other high school school high school kids are partying at what's basically this town's make out point. Out point. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, dude, everyone's there. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's so huge. Many people. It's, and it's. People showing up on motorcycles. Which I thought was weird. Like, that's something like, in, like an 80s, early 90s thing. Like high school kids rolling up on motorcycles. I didn't know a single kid in high school that had a motorcycle. That rolled up, that rode to motorcycle school. I, I think there were some kids in high school, a few who had motorcycles, but no one had a motorcycle at school. Nobody rode it to school, though. No. And you see that all the time, like 80s, 90s. Like, the yeah. bad guy, like rolling up in their... Yeah. Leather jacket, smoking Marlboro Reds. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, the party gets broken up pretty quick by these two cops. And now these two cops, uh, the black one and the older white one, we'll see a lot of them throughout this film coming up. And I got to tip my cap to these cops because they were pretty fucking cool. You like the they, cops, they, huh? Well, they let they, they just said, all right, you guys break it oh, up. Oh, okay, yeah, that part. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they let the kid. They didn't arrest they him. Did, they just, just like, get out of here. like, get out of here. It's like, if you're, if, 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 if you're here by the end, they're playing the parties over. Yeah, they're blaring <laughs> the parties over music. As they, as they, and uh, it's like, if you're here by the end of this song, I'm going to have to take you downtown. So it gives them a chance to get out of there, which I, I, I was like, that's good a good cop. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good cop. Um, so we jump back to the woman with the dog. She's getting ready for bed. And she gets out this large red pill. I mean, it's giant. And before she can take, you know, uh, take it, she she goes to let her dog in, let her dog in. And when she comes back, the red pill has been replaced by a blue pill, which she downs. Which I think there goes her chance of entering the matrix right there because she took the blue pill. Uh, all right, I yeah, thought that I thought that was better than it's pretty good. I thought that'd be better. <laughs> it was it was perfect red and perfect blue, blue pills. Yeah. Yes. And she so anyway. The woman, she gets in bed, and she starts to read her tabloid paper, but then she soon starts coughing and choking. She falls to the floor, and she's crawling away, and she crawls right into Dr. Giggles, who looks down at her and says, good thing I make house calls. <laughs> and she ends somehow, and she makes her way into a chair. Yeah, she's she's scared. She's, <gasps> she's kind of trying to back up, back herself into a, a chair. chair. And Gig- Dr. Giggles pulls out this giant throat uh, tongue depressor, and does the whole open up and say ah thing. And we get a camera shot from inside of her mouth. Inside of her mouth looking out uh, at Dr. Giggles. Yeah, which just looks crazy and cartoonish. It's really weird looking. Yeah, it's really odd. I, <laughs> it's so odd. Like, I'm wondering, like, how did they, why did they do that? Like, huh? really, this is the decision we're making here? Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is the choice of the director? It kind of made me think of that scene in Little Shop of Horrors when Steve Martin is the dentist. He's like, you'll be a dentist. And you have that same inside of the mouth shot where he's, like, looking inside. Maybe by some chance there isn't an homage to that. Maybe. Because there is an homage to uh, The Exorcist as well in this movie, too. Yeah. Um, but that's a weird. But homage. it's a really weird and obscure <laughs> yeah. thing. Like that, if that is the I case. I just thought of that, but yeah, well, I, I I didn't put together that it was an homage. So it's just weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a really weird choice, and it looks goofy. Um, so then Giggles pulls out some sort of instrument that's designed to, like look up 
the nose. And this thing looks like it's almost eight inches long, and it comes to a really sharp point that lights up at the end. Ophthalmoscope. Okay, all right, there we go. I'm or not going to try to say it. He shoves it up her nose, and we see it like being pushed off the side of her nose. And then we hear like this wet squishing sound, which I assume is supposed to be the point like puncturing her brain. And well, she's dead. That's it. She's There's done. an otoscope is for the eyes, and an ophthalmoscope is for the nose and ears. Well, check out the big brain on Brad. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> So the two cops I might are, have that reversed, but <laughs> uh, the two cops they arrive outside the woman's house, but they go into Dr. Giggle's house to look around. And during this we get more background about Dr. Giggle's father from the old cop. And we learn that Giggle's dad killed seven of his patients by cutting out their hearts while they were still alive. And he did this to try to find a way to save his dying wife, which seems very Mr. Freeze-esque to me. That's the first thing I thought. I was Ooh, like, that's good. That's Mr. Freeze. Like that's, that's exactly good. pretty much what Freeze. Yeah, yeah. He kinda he uh Lost it. He 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 blew a gasket. Yeah. You know, and while he was trying to save his wife, and they and said, they learned to say like the sicker she got, the crazier the doctor got. Yeah. Um. And again, they bring up the mystery of how the kid got out of the house and went missing. They don't know how. Yeah. And he's never found. And blah blah blah. And so the black cops finds this piece of fabric stuck to the wall, and he takes it with him as they leave the house. Um, which is a really odd thing just to take because that there's so much junk and shit all over that house, like. Just for him to look, like, it doesn't look out of place we, in that d- d- dilapidated yeah, house. He's like, oh, I'll just take this. And we didn't go. really describe the inside of the house. I mean, it was like, we said what the outside looked like. It was dilapidated, but inside it was like people had been there a lot, like squatters. There's like, graffiti on the walls, graffiti broken all over, furniture, cobwebs, like, dust, old mattresses. Dirt. It's like, looks like a lot of people have been in and out of this place. I mean, in just, a bigger city, it would be a fucking crack house. Right, yeah. But yeah, so he finds this one piece of fabric. He's like, oh, I'm going to take. Huh, it's, this one piece of fabric yeah. sticking out to me. Yeah, which I, it was really odd. Uh, we cut to Jennifer and Max. They're on the Ferris wheel talking at the local town carnival. And she tells them about how she may have to have surgery. but And she's all messed up because her mother died in surgery during what was supposed to be a routine operation. So she's all like messed up with that. Jennifer goes home. And as soon as she enters the house, we can hear her parents fucking. Dude. And I mean proper fucking. Fucking. You're the king. You're the king. I mean, the stepmom tomorrow must have the keys to Poundtown because she is loud and loving it and taking control. The mayor of Poundtown gave her the keys to the city. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty funny. We didn't mention it earlier, but like the we talked about the you could tell there's some tension between the stepmom yeah. and the stepdaughter. And, you know, she's she says something to the effect of like, Tam- I don't like Tamara. You know, it's just like and the dad's just like, oh, come on, honey. And like, part of it is like, she's hot. Come on, honey. Get with the program. I'm an old fuddy-duddy. She, she is, is an attractive woman. She yeah, is young hot. and hot. And apparently, she's got the keys to pound town. Yeah. And she lets me drive sometimes. So Jennifer goes to her room and then for some reason just decides to drop her heart monitor into her fish tank, which I don't get why. It's not really clear. It's like, there it goes. She's, I can tell. She's just like pissed off because she can't, you know, she can't have coffee, she can't have tea, she can't have alcohol. Her boyfriend's kind of being, you know, aloof. Uh, you know, she, her dad's banging Bang. her hot stepmom. <laughs> so she's no longer the object of her affection. So she's just pissed off. And it's her, and the way I took it is like her little rebellion. Like, I'm not going to wear this monitor. Fuck so that. So if you don't want to wear it, like, I don't know, throw it in the fishing. It's, it just seemed weird. Yeah. And uh, so outside we see Dr. Giggles looking up at her through the window. He's down on the street. And Stu, Stu and Diane, they pull back up now. 
And you think they're going to go back in and maybe, you know, let Dougie Doug and Leon out. Right, because nope. it's pitch black now. When they went in, it was daytime. daytime. It's now night. Yeah, so, <laughs> nope, they don't give a fuck They don't even go, They go back into Stu's house. <laughs> And they sneak upstairs past the little brother who's playing Dr. Mario. Yes. And I I thought, this is for us old school gamers, but I noticed he's playing the game with like the kind of control you'd use for like a flying game like Top Gun or some other flight game, which to me would just make or that... Afterburn or something yeah, like that. Afterburn, yeah, Afterburn, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, But it, to me, it would make I hated using those kind of controls for any game other than a flying game. Me it's too. It's so hard. But like, and you're talking to Mario, you're trying to line up things perfectly and turn them around like... I mean, I that guess... That would be so hard to play that game with I that kind of controller. you could? I, you could it? play any game with yeah. it, but it's so... Awkward. Awkward. And, yeah, like, why? Like, you haven't, you know you have the regular Nintendo controller. Right. It comes with the system. I mean, you have it. Use it. I did like that it was the Dr. Mario music. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was. Everything about, about that was correct. Because sometimes when you watch those movies or watch movies, it's oh, like they, they have the wrong effects no, yeah. of the well, game. Like, almost every movie we've done so far... Uh, the stuff had uh, the wrong music to yeah. the wrong game, and then uh, even uh, uh, Evil Bong had the wrong music because they were oh, playing yeah. like Super Mario on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. And he had the wrong music to that too. <laughs> uh, so, Good yeah. callback on the video game music. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he's he's rocking Doctor Mario, uh, and up in Stu's room, he pulls out some black lingerie that he wants <sighs> Diane to wear, Dude. but he tells her. He stole it from his mother oh. before his parents left for their trip. And oh, what the fuck, man? Oh. That is so fucking weird. That's gross. I mean, maybe he's doing a serious Oedipus complex here. But what's even more fucked up is that she agrees to this. Yeah, she's a little put off by it at first. She's like, this is your mom's. You really wanted to wear this. And he's like, come on, babe. And she's like... Okay. I'm like, I'm pretty sure if I was ever with a girl and pulled out some laundry that I told her belonged to my mother. She'd be like. And said, I want you to wear it. She would probably kick me in the fucking balls. Right. Call me some, all sorts of crazy perverted names and just storm out. As she should. As she rightfully should. Yeah. Right. But she, <laughs> but instead she's like, all right, if I'm going to gear up, you got to gear up. And she hands him a condom. <laughs> to which she replies, what's this? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know that nine, like early 90s was like. The revolution, like, that's when condoms... Did he say, condoms- what's this, or where did you get this? Because I thought she says gym class after that. I thought was- he said, what's this? But, anyway, maybe, maybe she said, where did you get this? But still, this was kind of funny, because this was definitely, like, the 90s. Like, this was a big thing in the 90s, was condoms, condoms, condoms. Like, I remember TLC, they had condoms on their clothes oh, yeah, and everything. Do. Dude, the early 90s, just was, like, condoms everywhere. <laughs> well, because, you know, the big AIDS break was just... And the 80s was coming to it, you know, mm-hmm. and out like there. Awareness was yeah. big time in the early 90s. Huge. So she gives him the kind to put on, and Stu goes to the bathroom to try to figure out how to put this wacky thing on. <laughs> like, what do I do with this? <laughs> uh, downstairs, we see Giggles enter the house, and he, he he's just, he walks right behind the brother, still rocking out I on Dr. Mario. I love the kid sitting down playing Dr. Mario, because he has that stupid look on his face, like, uh, That video game trance He's got his there. mouth whole, wide yeah. open. Just staring at the screen. Every, we've all had it. Oh, yeah. Every kid, gamer, grew in the A's who played until you all had that mouth that gapes in there. Uh, uh, sure, that was Everybody's me. had it. Uh, Stu drops the condom into the toilet and tries to fish it out with a toothbrush. <sighs> Meanwhile, Diane is put on the lingerie, and she does look pretty hot in it. I will say that. She leaves the room to find a thermostat because she's cold. And Dr. Giggle sneaks up on her, grabs her, by co- and covers up her mouth. He tells her that she'll catch cold, catch her death by cold running around dressed like that. 
and he goes on to say that he has to take her th- temperature, and he pulls out, I swear to God, like a foot-long thermometer that has a spike on the end of it. Uh, where he gets these wonderful toys, I don't know. Dude, it's so crazy because he grabs her. He's just like, shh, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. You know, and he takes his hand. His hand looks gigantic on her, yeah, too. Yeah, it's like, like honoring a giant on Mean Jean's face. Right. Like, <laughs> it's that, that kind of. <laughs> and he takes it back, and she's quiet. And he goes, now open your mouth and lift up your tongue. And she just she does it. Thing. She fucking does this. She fucking does this willingly. And, she, and she's like, okay. Uh. And Dr. Giggles puts it on her tongue and then just takes a hand and like, Jams like through under her tongue like, and out through the back of her head, killing her, splattering blood like, on his face. Are you, again, like, are you kidding me? Why in the blue fuck would you just <laughs> willingly let that happen? Like you could scream, you could mm. struggle, you could try anything, but like, he's coming at you with a foot long tomorrow with a spike on the end of it. And he's gonna shove it in your mouth. You're just like, all right, cool, go cool. You're a doctor, I trust you. But maybe she's like, you know what? Fuck it. My my boyfriend's having me wear my mo- his mother's lingerie. You know what? And he doesn't know what a condom is. Yeah. You know what? This is as good as it gets for me. Let's just end this now. Maybe that's her <laughs> point is because I don't know what else she would be thinking. We go back to Stu. He exits the bathroom and crawls into bed. Now this scene is goddamn ridiculous because the bed defies all laws of space. Uh, this is like the, this bed is like the TARDIS of beds. And when we see it, it's maybe a queen size bed at best. Best. At now that's best. being that's being generous. Very generous. So Sue Stu seems someone lying on the bed under the covers. He sits on the edge of the bed to take off his pants. And the first thing they say, Doctor Giggles is a pretty big dude, bigger big guy. Yeah, and, and his and, girlfriend is skinny. And and yeah. we just saw the drastic size difference. Vast. Yeah, we just talked about how he had Andre the Giant hands. Yeah. Um. So. When he does this, he he's he's less than arm's length, a uh, arm's reach from this person. Like this person's knee is basically touching Stu's back. That's how close they are. But so next, he lowers himself off the bed so he can slide himself underneath the sheet and like belly crawl, like he's going like in the arm, like belly crawling on a barbed wire, his way up the bed. And this is where the bed becomes a fucking TARDIS because the dis- the amount of distance he crawls <laughs> under the sheets is fucking absurd. It's like t- 10 feet. <laughs> he belly crawls across his mild, mile-wide bed to find Dr. Giggle just laying there all curled up on his side looking at him. Under like, the blankets. He was like blinking his eyes at him. <laughs> and Giggle says, I hope you have protection. And he holds up the scalpel. Stu screams. We cut to the brother still playing Nintendo who... For some reason, like, doesn't react to the stream at all, really. I thought he, like, glanced up but didn't care that much. He's Maybe. Like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and we go back to Giggles, who is standing over the bed. Stu's lying on the bed now, dead, with the sheet pulled up to his chest. And we see a large pool of blood spreading out from his crotch. Oh! So, I'm guessing Giggles gave Stu a very unwanted circumcision. Some decapitation. Dick- yes. Some more decapitation, if you will. But I just can't go... That, that fucking bed, man! <laughs> It's absurd. It's insane. Like, what? How does that even work? That was pretty ridiculous. So next, we see Giggles entering Jennifer's house after Jennifer leaves. So she she storms out. Giggles enters. Uh, the father hears the door close and thinks it's Jennifer. So he gets out of bed to go look. But the mom's like, "Fuck that! Stay here with me. I don't." Yeah, yeah this I'm, this is pretty. And funny. dad's like, "She just lost her mom." She's upset. Like, you just lost your wife, and you're fine. <laughs> you just got done fucking, fucking me. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish he just goes, a man has needs. 
But he doesn't. So the father's like, hey, I'm going to go look for her. She's not in the house. I'm going out to look for her. And she goes, he goes, he, come with me. Yeah. And she's like, nope. She goes, nope. She's like, fuck that. I'm and staying right of, here. Instead of being like, you bitch, how dare you? It's my daughter. Yeah. He looks at her and I think for a second he goes, yeah, she's still pretty fucking high. <laughs> yeah. I swear that's what it is. Whatever. <laughs> like, fine. Just I'm out of here. Let me know when she comes home. He if does, she comes he, home, tell her to stay put. He, he doesn't do anything. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so um, she's like, you know, and she she even, somebody even goes to, so far says she's trying to tear us apart. She's willingly trying to take us apart. So after the fire leaves, she goes to the freezer and gets up, you know, a giant tub of ice cream. And we jump to the local town carnival again where uh, Corrine and Normie have convinced Max to come with them to some secret party. Yeah, there, there's a there's a secret party at the school. Yes, yeah, at the school. Uh, meanwhile, Giggles attacks Tamara right after she finishes the last bite of ice cream. Yeah, we cut back to Jenny's house. Jennifer, yeah, Jennifer. Uh, he straps her to a chair, scolds her for eating so much sugar, and then pulls out this old pump from his doctor bag along these long plastic tubes. He sets up the pump, turns it on, he flips the switch and turns on, and then he pushes this red button, and when he pushes the red button, like, the small, like, blender blade comes out of the end of the tube, and it's like, right? and then and it, re- it retracts back into the tube, and then he shoves the tube down Tamara's throat. Yeah, he's just, he says something to the effect of, okay, well, you've eaten all that sugar, I guess we gotta take care of that. Shoves the tube into her throat. Yeah. But in all actuality, he'd have to shove that tube about, you know, almost two feet, a foot and a half. Well, I will say he had a lot of tube. When he was pulling out of the back, there was, I would, I'm not questioning like the tube, because I'm saying he had plenty of tube on that one. That one I'm not going to, it was yeah. not so ridiculous. So he turns the pump again, and we start seeing all the ice cream get pumped out of her system, and it's going into this bowl on the floor. And he says, yes, I know, this sucks. So there's, there's our other pod. And... After the ice cream, okay, all the ice cream's out. He then pushes the red button and just, and now we start seeing all this bloody goo come out of the tube and it's mixing in with the ice cream. It's swirling around in the bowl. Uh, It's pretty kind of gross, but it's not that bad. Uh, So stepmom's dead. She's gone. We cut to Max and the two girls at the secret party. Which Aaron said, it turns out to be it's like the music room of the high school. The music room of the high school, and- where it's just. It's full. A, it's full. It's a high school makeout orgy. Yeah, what it just is. It's a fucking makeout orgy going there's on. Like, in this there's room. like twelve couples. It's exact dozens of people. Like twelve just, couples just everywhere. Ma- hard making out. Yeah, I mean like, it's just like tongues slapping around, feeling butts and oh, boobs. It's, yeah, it's hard. I mean they're on chairs. They're on the floor. They're, they're up against falling the wall, over. They're on the piano. <laughs> they don't know. It's everywhere. It's they're so, hanging from the ceiling. It's so <laughs> Weird. I've never heard of anything like this in high school. Like, what no. is happening in this town? Is this a band thing? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Allison hanging in her flute? Yeah. Right at home at this party. <laughs> uh. So. Uh, da, 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 where, where? Yeah. So Max is showing Corinne how to play the saxophone after he show. <laughs> so after he shows her how to finger the buttons, he tells her all that's left is to blow the thing. And dear God, what comes next is so weird and awkward. Uh, Corinne basically just starts giving the saxophone a blowjob. I mean, she is filleting the shit out of that mouthpiece and reed. Yes. <laughs> yes, she is. I mean, it's supposed to be sexy, but damn, <laughs> it just looks fucking awkward and weird. Like, it's not a turn. It's like, 
God. And I was like, oh, what are you doing? I liked it. But, they, <laughs> but it, apparently so did Max. Because it worked on Max. Because they just start making out. Yeah, she... She's plus she's got like the pans back and she's got her legs spread open as wide as they go and yeah. the dress is just barely covering like her panties. Yeah, she's holding the, the saxophone, saxophone between. between her legs. She throws the saxophone to the side. And they start making out. And they just fall to the floor. Yeah, making and, out. And Normie's like right next to him, like watching and this. She's just watching it. I think she. I I think there was a little bit of a who's going to get the guy kind of thing because she I like think origi- rolls her eyes yeah. and leaves. Because originally, because at the very when we first meet him, they, they see these two blonde twins, like the two big twins, like there's the mountain twins or something like that. Like, the let's peaks, go climb, the, the peak peaks, twins, like, yeah. let's go climbing and they go off to get him. Like, so I think there's like, there's slight girls in the kind of in competition, like who's going to get the guy. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I think she's, she gets jealous that, that Corey got Max. Yeah. yeah. And she, she's left out. So, uh, so she gets up and leaves to go find Jennifer, which she, Instantly does out in the carnival, like in the crowd of all the people, she like instantly well, finds I don't know Jennifer. If she went out to specifically go find her, but she went out and runs into her. Uh, Normie tells Jennifer to follow her, and she'll take her, take Jennifer to find Max. Back at Jennifer's house, Giggles finds Jennifer's heart monitor, and this triggers another flashback. This one shows us younger Giggles and his father sitting around the bed where the dead mother slash wife lays. The father says something about a broken heart, like she died with a broken heart or a bro- mm-hmm. something like that. And then the two of them go from sad and to like start like giggling. Crying. Like he, the, the, the father like puts his hands on it, his head in his hands. He's crying and then he starts kind of chuckling. Yeah. To which the young Dr. Giggle starts chuckling too. Yeah, they're, they're giggling. They're looking and at they each other laughing. And they're and they laughing, laughing maniacally. And uh, so, yeah, they're getting like mad, man. They fade back to the present and Giggles is giggling up a storm. He calms down. He finds a picture of Jennifer and takes it with him, saying that he's going to make his father proud and carry on his work. Back at the carnival, Normie leads Jennifer to the makeout orgy where she sees Max making out with Corinne. Corinne. Yeah. She she catches him in the act. You know, she's like, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, and how she far away out. is this carnival exactly. to be like, the school? It would have to be like right next to school. Right. Like, everything in this town is, like, right next to each other. Right next which to ma- each other. makes zero sense. Everything's right? right on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah, because, so, they're at the carnival. Normie comes back, finds Jen, tells her about it, and they go back. And, like, they're still making on the floor. Unless they're, yeah. like, really, 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 really into making out. <laughs> like, there no time has passed. Yeah, exactly. And that and keep mind, and yeah, and then you have Diggles going from house to house, like this house to this house, and back and, yeah. and like everything is like right on top of each other. And he doesn't have a car. He doesn't. He's, he's not like, anymore. I mean, yeah. he, I mean, he, we saw him leave with one, but we never see him again. They're not seeing driving. Anyway. No. Yeah. So Jennifer storms off. She leaves, and we see Giggles standing in the crowd, like watching her storm off. So she's left the high school and is already storming off through the carnival. So, like, yeah, the car has to be, like, right outside the school, yeah. basically. And Giggles is there. And Giggles is just standing and there. And he's got, a, he's got a picture that he stole from Jennifer's, Jennifer's house. house. A framed picture. A framed picture of Jennifer. And just so happens. Just so happens. Yeah. Whoop, there she is. And can we also count on the fact that just how inconspicuous Dr. Giggles looks in this scene? <laughs> no one seems bothered or he's even a little a... unnerved by the weird, crazy-looking guy dressed as a doctor. Wearing a suit from the 40s. 50s, yeah. <laughs> And he's a white lab coat a on giant black medical bag, just standing menacingly in the crowd. And I mean, he's not even, he's not like he's trying to hide in the shadows or anything like that. He's just standing in the open 
And keep in mind, this is a small town with the one doctor that everybody knows. And nobody's like, everybody's like, fine with this crazy guy just yeah. standing there. And nobody even blinks twice or looks twice <laughs> at this guy. Uh, Jennifer sees her father in the crowd looking for her. So she's like, oh, shit. She decides to hide in like, the Hall of Mirrors or the Mirror Maze or Dude. whatever. Dude, the, the, the labyrinth. Yeah, the labyrinth. The, uh, oh Max God. follows Jennifer in and Corinne. Corrine follows Max in, and of course, Dr. Giggles follows them all in. Sure. So, while in the maze, I'm gonna, this scene kind of drags out, and there's some really weird special effects going really on. Really Tri- Like, trippy. Like, it's like something I would expect to see in like a 70s like acid movie or something like that. I mean, we, yeah. We just close up, like, Corrine's mouth, like, smiling, and like, Dr. Here. It, it's weird. Like, I understand. Like, I should be hearing, like, like, I don't know, like, Pink Floyd in the play in the background right. or some shit. Like, it, like, it is weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I understand it's a house of mirrors. It's a fun house. You're scared to get lost, but it's like, they take it to a next level. Yeah. You know, like, they even have, like, echoing effects where he's talking, 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 talking. You know, it's like these yeah. crazy echoing effects and, like, different people talking and, like, a loop of laughter going over. It's so crazy. It's, like, it's just so weird. drop acid now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Corrine runs into, like, a dead end. Which is, there's, like, these plexiglass, clear, like, dead end walls. Yeah, it's, all over it's, and she, yeah. just, she just runs, she runs face first right face into, first into, into she it. She smashes her nose. It's bleeding. Giggles pops up behind her saying that that needs a band-aid and begins to giggle like an insane person. <laughs> Jennifer so often. Jennifer comes to a wall with an arrow on it. She pushes in she pushes it in on the wall and, and in true like Scooby Doo fashion, like the wall spins yeah. around and transports to, to another room. Right. Like how would anybody know to do that? And like the, I don't know. The liability on that is so like something get crushed. And another thing about this, how, again, I, this is an arrow pointing down. It doesn't like push here. It's just an arrow right. pointing down. <laughs> and, so, and this is maybe is nitpicking, but this is also a big carnival. There's no one else in this house. Exactly, yeah. there's nobody. But it's packed out there. Yeah. The carnival oh, is like everybody in town is at this fucking carnival. It's fucking hopping. Yeah, but nobody else. You're, that's a great point. Nobody yeah. else is in this right. Even though when they run in, we see like a line of people outside of it <laughs> wait, handing off tickets and she just runs right in. <laughs> Nobody's like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> so, now, as soon as she steps away from the spinning wall, and I mean the very instant she steps off the spinning part, the door, the wall spins around again and this time stuck to the wall by a giant cartoon fucking band-aid is uh, Corrine and I swear I expected to see the word like acne like written across this band-aid this band-aid is like three feet by like by like eight inches yeah it's it's like the size of a skateboard it really it's the size of a skateboard yeah and it's just like taped over her mouth and her head's taped to that wall yeah and and she's like dead and it's covering her mouth and her nose um you can't really tell if she's dead now because they show close of her eyes and like like they look she a could little, still be alive. They look a little discolored. Yeah, but know? like it's like I guess she's dead. But I'm you don't, assuming she's yeah, dead. but you don't. They don't really do a good job of, of explaining that one. Giggles now pops up behind Jennifer, startled. She falls backwards, crashes through a mirror. She gets up, runs off. Oh, but you, did you remember his pun? Oh, not this. Talking so, about the band-aid, he goes, she, because she looks at it, looks at him, looks back at her, and goes, oh, don't worry, it's ouchless. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she finds the emergency exit, she opens up, she escapes, Giggles follows her out, uh, she runs through the woods. Yeah, okay, so, god damn it. 
emergency exit. <laughs> okay, I think I know where they're going. At. Runs into the woods. Okay, that's not what I, I was gonna say. The okay, the emergency exit, which takes her forever to open. Oh yeah, it's not a very good emergency what? exit if it takes She's like twenty times to open this thing. into it as hard as you can. And then immediately, like, that, 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 that fun back, is not up to code. <laughs> running back to the crowd, which is a huge crowd. Yeah. She just runs willy-nilly. That's a great point. Like, I'd be running my ass into the crowd where there's people. Like, help. Yeah. Help yeah. me. No, she runs off into the dark woods <laughs> and then falls down a goddamn hill. And <laughs> fell down like a champ. She did fall like a champ. Holy shit. That stunt person, whoever it was, boom, boom, boom. They were hitting. They, they fell down hard. Yeah. It wasn't a very big hill, but it. she took it. Yeah, it was a Damn. good fall. Uh, Giggle shows up. He kneels down over, but Jennifer hits him over the head with a rock, and, <laughs> he, and she runs off again. <laughs> he like kneels down, and he like starts to grab her, and she whacks him. And he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, like slowly falls back. It was a perfect reaction because he was like quiet for a second. He's like, yeah, <laughs> like I can see myself doing that. <laughs> that was awesome. So, uh, uh, she, she, she's rescued by our two cops because they hit her with their car. <laughs> yeah, and she runs out of the woods, and she's right back, right outside Dr. Giggle's old house. Yeah, she, she basically ends up back by Giggle's house. So, we have the school, the carnival, and Dr. Giggle's house, all within, like, a jogging distance, like, really yeah, close. Yeah, really close. And there's woods with a big, uh, steep hill. They fought. Yeah, it's the layout of this town. It's crazy nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so, a- so yeah, after she gets hit by a car, the cops pick her up, and uh, they take her. Doctor Giggle, D- Giggle slips away back into his house. Yeah, they take her to the police station, where Max is already there somehow, pleading with the chief and telling him about Doctor Giggles. Of course, the chief and none of the other cops believe him about the killer doctor. Dr. Chamberlain shows up to take Jennifer away to do an EKG on her on her to make sure she's doing okay after the strenuous activity. Yeah, the chief. They keep panning back and forth between Max and the chief. Yeah. The chief and the other cop. The chief. And every time he's trying to eat Chinese food he, with, um, with chopsticks, chopsticks, and he keeps failing miserably. Yeah, he's trying to eat rice with chopsticks, and every time they're just falling through. He can't, he can't I, do I it. I don't know why, but I just love that gag. It's I like so... it, too. I, I noticed that, too. I was like, that's actually kind of... It's, That's it's smart. Subtle like, it's, but it's, fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought yes, it's subtle but but good. Uh, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, so the chief sends our two cops off to find Jennifer's father, but before they leave, the black cop presses the older cop for info on Doctor Rendell's son, which being Doctor Giggles. Uh, the black cop's the only one who thinks that these kids are saying what they're saying has yeah, some sort of he's, merit. He's, he's like, the only one. There's something to this, and he demands to know if this killer doctor is Rendell's son. And in the locker room, the older cop, he comes clean, tells the black cop a story about when he was much younger and new on the force. This kicks off another flashback, and this one is fucking bonkers, so hold on to your seats. The older cop, now young, new on the force, is back in 1957. Yep. Uh, One night, he's in the station alone drinking because everyone else is off searching for Dr. Rendell's son, and that's when he starts hearing giggling. And that's what you do in the 50s when you're a cop. You just, just drank. Had a couple drinks. Uh, he follows the giggling downstairs into the bowels of the police station where they have a morgue, which, again, just seems... Well, it's, they even said they, they, they transferred the bodies to the police station. Okay. You know, from, 
Because I was first. like, why? Yeah. And it's like a just a nasty, dirty furniture. There's nothing clean no. or, or house sterile about no, this. But it's all the victims of. Yeah, it's uh, full of dead bodies yeah. of Dr. Randall's victims. Uh, the giggling gets louder. He follows it to a body. And the cop, he pulls the sheet off of the body to reveal a naked woman. Now, this woman looks so painfully fake, it's absurd. And she looks like she was made in a jello mold. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it, she looks like she's made out of gelatin yeah, in a mold. Yeah, it's not a very good... Uh, and this uh, is where it gets fucking crazy. The stomach of the woman begins to move as if there's something inside of her. And that's when we see a scalpel poke up through her skin between her breasts, slice its way down her torso. The cop falls back and figures, in like, what fear. the shit? Yeah. Which... Rightfully, yeah, get yeah. that. As the as bloody hands reach out of the woman's torso, pulls back her skin, and then the followed by the bloody naked young Doctor Giggles like, emerges from her dead corpse, Dude, and this covered is, in it, blood. It's fucking insane. Oh. It's so fucking insane. It's crazy. It's it's yeah. So the now we hear the older cop's voiceover. He starts saying that this is how Doctor Rendell got his son out of the house. By sewing him up inside the corpse of his dead wife, he said he pa- the cop passes out because uh, like he was drunk and fear and all. He just passed out, and when he came to, he says the boy was gone, everything was clean, and the mother's body was sewn back up like it never happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, let's hold. <laughs> let, let's hold the phone. Let's unwrap this here for a second. First of all, when we see the mother's body. There are zero stitches on her. There's right. no signs of cuts or wounds. So there's no like, unless it was through the side. I mean, that's, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. I get, but I'm saying the yeah. body looks fine. Yeah. Um. Yet her father slices her open to hide his son inside of her. I have so many questions about this. I mean, one, how, one, how does the boy even breathe in there? Yeah. Like, how's he even? It's like the skin's sewed up. It's airtight. How does he breathe? Two, you're telling me that the father had enough time to, to hollow, do this hollow, hollow out, out of body while an angry mom was like breaking down his door wanting to kill him. Plus, he would have had to, like you said, how he would have had to take out all the organs and I would probably mean most of her skeletal frame yeah. to make room for the boy. And keep in mind, the boy, it's not a baby or a toddler. It's a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> his legs, he would have to have shoved his legs down her legs and wore her like a fucking like skin suit, like an exoskeleton skin suit. <laughs> God. And then, and he had had the wherewithal to put a scalpel inside with him and time it right so he would come out in the morgue. Like, huh, what? It's is too happening? fucking crazy. I mean, but I I fucking love it. Yeah, as, as cool as this idea was, and it's a great effect. It would be so fucking impossible. It's just. It's just so stupid and ridiculous <laughs> to actually think about this happening, but at the same time, it's awesome it's in the so, same way. It's so awesome because it's so terrifying. <laughs> it's so crazy. Because the boy gets out of her, he, he drops to the floor, and, he's, he's, a, and he's, he's like missing like all of his teeth. He's missing a lot of his teeth, so he looks extra crazy. He looks, yeah, actually, he looks like a feral child raised <laughs> oh, by wolves, God. covered in blood, holding a sky, and he's going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Okay, so holy Woo. fuck. So the older cop goes on to say that he never told anyone about this because he was 20 years old, he was drinking, 
and no one would believe him, so he just never say anything. And then he goes on to recite some nursery rhyme about Dr. Rendell. You know, it's, it's like their version of the Freddy rhyme. Yeah, it's they just, have like a... There's like two or three different versions of this rhyme throughout this movie. It's yeah, always different. Yeah, I kind of liked it. Um, I didn't write it down, but I like. I didn't write it down either, but Stu says one that's completely different, yeah. and then he says, the cop says one that's different. Um, and also, by the way, this cop wears a 49ers baseball cap throughout the entire movie, which... I'm pretty sure it's not regulation. No, but <laughs> I've never seen a cop wearing a, like a, a sports team Dude, hat to work seem, in, in full they uniform. They seem pretty loose at this department, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Drinking on the job, not arresting any of the kids, just let them go. 49ers baseball cap. Kids screaming but about. Every, I'm just saying, every other cop is in like they're in full uniform, they're done up properly. Yeah. And this guy's just like wearing sporting his 49er cap. <laughs> just what? Support the Niners. So hey, those were the days of Joe Montana, man. Actually, ninety two. Yeah, that was the end of Joe Montana. I'm saying because because he got traded, he went to Kansas City in like around that time, maybe ninety three, ninety four. No, because we got the Rams in ninety four, ninety five, and he was had been in Kansas City. I think I think that was if, Steve if it, Young if, era. It, it was either the very end of Joe Montana very, or very, very beginning of Steve Young. Yeah. And I'm sure the Moon Goons love us talking about 49ers football in the early 90s. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I don't care. I love Joe Montana, by the way. He was like my man. I love Misa Montana. Um, anyway. So, uh, where was it? We, we go back to Jennifer's house. Giggles now overhears a message on the answer machine from the police chief about Jennifer saying, okay, she's here. She's fine. Call me back. Whatever. So, now the father, he returns home. He listens to the message. But now there's a follow-up message from Dr. Giggles. Says that I'm your new doctor and I'm standing right behind you. <laughs> which he Giggles turns around. Tur- Giggles turns on this fucking powered, like, circular bone saw. The father turns around and there's Dr. Giggles like, hi. And just slices him across the stomach with the bone saw. The father falls to the floor dead. Now... Okay, again, we have to talk about this message because this makes zero fucking sense. Like, again, how the blue fuck would this he be able to pull this off? I mean, remember, this is back in 1992, before cell phones. So that means he would have had to have left the house to go somewhere else to make the call to leave that message on the phone because he could not have used the house line. And even if he did do that, he would have had to get back to Jennifer's house to stand in the perfect place without being seen, hoping not to get seen, and wait for the father to show up and hope he listens to the messages without <laughs> seeing Dr. Giggles behind him in order to pull this elaborate gag off. I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> I'm right there with you. Maybe some of our listeners don't understand, but yes, you could not. Like, it's impossible. You could un- not do this. Unless, unless, and I don't know if... Different answering machines were a little different. If you could leave a message, of actual message, just by hitting the button and recording into the message. Some machines would do that. Because if you're going to leave a note for someone, you would just push down the button and say, Hey, Mom, I'm going to be over at Jim's house. Bye. And you'd go. So that could have been. All right. That, that could make been. sense. But again, yeah. I don't remember that my, I don't remember my answering machines in 92 being able to do that. Maybe a little later, but. I don't know, maybe, but still. Otherwise, this. <laughs> I like your. I like. I was following you all the way. It would be and impossible like, to do this. I love it, but there's still that possibility. Just self-record. Um, so like I said, again, it's just fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> Giggle spouts off another pun 
after killing the doctor, giggles to himself. Uh, the older cop shows up, enters the house yeah, looking for the father. The older cop shows up. He just walks in. He doesn't even knock. He just walks right in. <laughs> He's like, he's just, not hello, Mr. So-and-so. It's the police. Like I said, it's a loose town, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. <laughs> just walk right in. Walks right in. Fuck warrants. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, the cop finds the father's body on the kitchen floor in a pool of blood. Doesn't turn on the lights. Exactly! This that... is a cop! And the rest of the room, the house has lights on, but it's, the kitchen's dark. Dark. And there's a dead body on the floor. And there's just, like, moonlight coming in. Yeah. And he walks, like, there's obviously right by the, he walks to the door where the light switch would easily have to have been. Had to have been. But he goes right in blind into a dark room. Again, shitty cop here. <laughs> Playing a little, even... a little too loose here. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even whip out his flashlight. No, <laughs> just does not. Um, again, giggles pops up from behind the cop, stabs him through the back of the neck. I get the base of his skull. Yeah, he sticks a scalpel in the back, in the base of his skull. While giggling, as always, the cop stands up. Man, he manages to stand up, turns around, sees that's Doctor Giggles, and he says something like, "You owe me thirty-five years, you son of a bitch. You owe me thirty-five years of sleep." Ah, okay, that's I didn't get the sleep part. Yeah, you son of a bitch. And he manages, he pulls out his gun, he manages to get a shot off, hitting Giggles in the side of the stomach, but then the cop falls to the floor dead as Giggles giggles and laughs in pain. Like, he laughs and giggles the pain away. Yeah. Uh, next, we watch as Giggles performs surgery on himself to remove the bullet. And again, the whole time he's just giggling and laughing to cover up the pain. But it's like changed. It's it's like he the actor does a pretty good job of switching the giggle or laugh up to like you can tell he's doing it to cover the pain. So yeah. And I wish I could do it justice, but I can't. But like it's a different type of giggle. It's like high stress. Like this hurts. Oh yeah, it definitely yeah, is. Yeah, I, I kinda, mean, you can I, definitely tell. That's a, I was I got to tip my cap to the actor for like well, making the, like. He makes that distinction. I didn't. I didn't say this in the opening when we talk about credits, but Larry, I think it's Drake, the guy who played Doctor. He goes. He actually won like a, an Emmy, like a daytime Emmy or something, like for his recurring role in um, L.A. Law. Like he, mm-hmm. he, so he's won it. You know, he's an accomplished character actor. Um, back at the police station, yeah, he's doing the surgery. He's laying down. He's got mirrors above him. Yeah, as he's doing the surgery, and he's talking to himself. He's like scalpel. Sponge suction. Yeah, and the know? very, very first shot of the se- sequence, it, he's wearing two different gloves, so it looks like he's there's two different people. Like he's handing the scalpel yeah. from one hand to another. Like he's, but it then turns out it's just himself. Uh, back at the police station, the black cop and Max they're scanning for similar cases on the computer, this and they've ancient fucking computer. Ancient. Um, they find a case of an escaped. Uh, mental patient from the Tara Wood Mental Hospital. And boom, it just so happens that Tara Wood Hospital is written on that scrap of fabric the cop found at the Giggles house at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> really? Huh. That's a bit of a fucking stretch. Really? Yeah, that's too... But that's where he put, links everything together. <laughs> so the cop leaves telling Max to stay behind, wait for his parents. But of course, Max just sneaks out the window after the cop leaves. Which I found this to be really stupid, because why not just go out the goddamn door after yeah. the cop leaves? Like, why? <laughs> the cop's squeeze? already left. He's already left. You're there by yourself. Like, why squeeze out the tiny little window where you can just walk out the door? Because <laughs> he's a badass, Marshall. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm he's not, he can't be that much of a bad. He plays a fucking saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> no badasses in high school playing saxophone. They were all guitars and drums, man. Maybe in the 80s, because there was some <laughs> awesome saxophones in the 80s, but definitely not the 90s. 
The 80s, I mean... You think Kenny G got all the tang in high school? No, I'm just Kenny saying, dude, in the, 80s, in the 80s, dude, Huey Lewis and News had some sweet saxophone, and a couple other bands had sweet saxophones. I'm not saying they didn't have sweet sax, but I'm, I'm telling you, the guy who played saxophone in Huey Lewis News was not the one all the, all the girls... All the, all the, That's why he was the news, and Huey Lewis was Huey Lewis. Yeah, exactly. Come on. No girls like get her panties wet for the sax guy. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so anyway, we see Giggles calling the chief of police, posing as Jennifer's father, wanting to know where she is, and the chief just gives him all the information. It says that she's at Doctor Chamberlain's calling office. Calling from a car phone. From a car phone. From the car that he stole. Yes, that's so. There so we go. That's the one. Back in the car back now. The other time we see him in the car. So we jumped at Jennifer on the exam table, hooked up to machines, getting her EKG test uh, done. Which said it would take 40 minutes. 40 minutes, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know what it was like in the 90s, but you know what that takes now? Five minutes. Dude, I, I remember I had an EKG test in the Army for my flight physical um, in 2003 or four, and it took like 20 minutes at that time. It was Really? Yeah. Jesus. And then the one I had for my pre-op, for my pre-search, yeah, it was like five minutes or two minutes. It was like done. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh, we're going to do EKG. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be here for an hour or something like now. I was like, <laughs> hooking me up. I'm like, ugh. Done. Like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, like, all right. <laughs> max ten yeah. minutes. And that's if you're wiggling around a lot or they can't get a good read. That's yeah. max ten minutes. So, um, shit, where was it? Yeah, so she's she has a nightmare uh, on the table of Dr. Giggles trying to kill her. On the table, and trying to be a open heart surgery, but she she snapped out of it. It's we're gonna skip over it. She wakes up, everything's fine, but then Giggles does show up. He stabs he Doctor. He shows he up. He shows up. He stabs Doctor Chamberlain in the back with a pair of scissors. Jennifer scrambles away, backs into a corner. The doctor falls to the floor. Yeah, Chamberlain, but then grabs something and stabs Giggles in the leg. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So the doctor got Chamberlain, right? Yes. Chamberlain, Dr. Chamberlain gets stabbed in the back, falls to the floor. Yes. Giggles is trying to get Jennifer saying, I can help you, I can help you. Yeah. Chamberlain's showing, like, squirreling around the floor. Does he pull the scissors out of his back? That's right. I couldn't tell. If he pulled them out of his back or just grabbed something else. Because to pull them out of that back, that angle would have been very hard. Because when he stabs him in the leg, what he pulls out of his leg is a pair of um, hemostats. It's not what he got stabbed in the back. So he does stab him in the leg with something different. Yeah, so it had to be something different. It's a, it's a pair of, it's a hemostats is what he stabs in the leg with. Yeah, well, there it's you go. It's little things that clip, like you can, you know, a lot of people use them to smoke weed with. They clip together. They hold tight. They look like scissors, and you push they, them down, they hold. Alligator clips. Yeah, thing. yeah, but they're called hemostats okay. in the medical field. Uh, so, yeah, a large part of those. Um, so, and then he... for. <laughs> And then Dr. Chamberlain, like, pulls out this long metal rod or out of pole the or po- out of the examining table. Like, what? Where so, the fuck did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those canes that has, like, a hidden sword inside. He just rips this thing out of the exam table. Now, now to his defense, because I was like, holy shit, on some old exam tables, they would use these poles to pull out to do a couple different things, to either extend the table longer or to actually put different pieces of equipment. They would hold up, like, either an IV bag, stirrups for legs for like a pelvic exam so i understand where that came from okay so i i, 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 I kind of thought that's what that would be for but it's just so funny because he went yeah. in such a fluid mode and it comes off so easily and so quickly he, like you would think it'd be attached it's like he's so. fucking zorro yeah. 
And but not to be outdone, no. Giggles responds by pulling out a giant <laughs> fucking reflex hammer from his bag. It's so big. Again, I would fully expect to see the word acne written on this thing. No. And I, the two, <laughs> but the two of them go into a full fledged sword fight. I know. With a pole and a giant reflex hammer. I love it. <laughs> An examining table pole. And it's like just like fucking Enigo Montoya and and and, and uh, Dread Pirate Roberts like sword fighting on the cliffs of uh oh god the cliffs of insanity. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's so awesome. Oh. Eventually, Giggles disarms Chamberlain, knocks him down to the ground with the reflex hammer, hits him in the knee. Hits of course, him in the knee. Says your reflexes look fine, and uppercuts him basically with it. Knocking him back. Knocking him back into the ground. And then Giggles decides it's time to check Dr. Chamberlain's blood pressure. So he whips out the world's largest blood pressure cuff. Holy shit. This thing looks like it's made for a fucking elephant. It's so big. He wraps it around Chamberlain's neck. And just like Hans and Franz, he pumps it up. Oh, that was... was, (laughs) You like that one? (laughs) (laughs) That is a data reference for our listeners. (laughs) About the same time period. Yeah, it really uh, was the same time period. Yeah, David yeah, Spade, yeah. that was starting. Yeah. That was that was a time period. Yeah. Oh, that was Dana Carvey and uh, Kevin. I say Spade, yeah, Kate, Car- Dana Carvey and Kevin. Yeah. yeah, but same, still <laughs> yeah, same totally, cast, totally. Man, same crew. Uh, now, for some reason, Chamberlain doesn't struggle at all during this. He doesn't or, try to get away. Or simply unvelcro it. Yeah, he doesn't nothing. <laughs> Both his hands are free. He just sits there and takes it, just like Diana did, and he he dies. He the he puffed up. Pumps, he, pumps, 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 and you see his face all swelling up, like and swelling up. And I was thinking, I was hoping it's gonna explode. God, something blow up his eyes. Some yeah. blood shoot out of his face. Unfortunately, nothing. Yeah, I was. I will say, I was very disappointed by that lack of gore in this movie. Creative yeah. kills, but very little gore. Like I was so disappointed. Yeah. Such missed opportunities for gore. I agreed because I thought this was a this. I was like, this could be my favorite kill. Or if even if his head doesn't explode, it could just pop off. <laughs> or, or they show like a vein kind of popping on the side yeah, of his head. Something I'm thinking, okay, here we go. Some, something needs yeah. to explode. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, he just dies. Jennifer tries to make a run for it, but gets grabbed by Giggles, who injects her with what looks like Drano, and she just goes unconscious. Yeah. Instant knockout. Everything in the so every, every syringe. I'm just saying. Can we talk about how everything in like in a syringe in the eighties and nineties had to be like some kind of like weird color? Yeah, I've never gone to a hospital and been injected with something that's neon green or blue. It's all clear. It's all clear, <laughs> or maybe a slight like brownish tint or hue. Hue, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never been injected with like blue, neon, or green shit. Like, <laughs> I, I, as a nurse, I'm really disappointed that I don't get to draw that shit up and inject that cool colored stuff into people. Yeah. Unfortunately, no. Nope. Um. So, uh, where was I? Uh, I lost my, sorry guys. Anyway, she goes like, okay, she goes unconscious. Uh, the black cop arrives now at Jennifer's house. He finds the bodies of the other cop and the father, but suddenly the father jolts back to life saying that a doctor did this. (laughs) Very dramatically. Doctor did this. Uh, Jennifer now wakes up chained and strapped to a gurney surrounded by all sorts of equipment in a dark, leaky cement room. Very sterile, yeah. Yeah, super <laughs> sterile. Uh, Giggles listens to her heartbeat, saying that she has a broken heart. The co- the black cop 
well, the remaining cop, arrives at Giggles' house, runs in, makes yeah. his way down to the basement. Hold on. <laughs> Whoa. God damn it. The cop just found her dad clinging to life and his dead partner on the floor. Yep. Then he immediately just raises the Dr. Giggles' house. Yeah. He doesn't call for backup. Well, I didn't. I didn't overthink this one too because I assume okay he maybe called in the radio on his way there because like I gotta get here and save Jennifer. So you know, hey, I need an ambulance here, <sighs> officer down, blah blah blah. Yeah, okay, but he does. Uh, fuck, god damn it. No, I can't. I, I yeah. thought the same thing for a while too. Like he doesn't really check on his partner. He does, there's still a lot of things he does in this movie that are kind of like eh, I'm yeah. not sure a cop would do. Again, playing it very loose. Like yeah, okay, to. yeah, right. Yeah, he's not even in a cop car. He's just in a fucking pickup truck. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Where did he get the pickup truck from? I know. Did he steal like his Jennifer's dad. dad's car? Like, why would he be in his own car? I don't know. That's a great fucking question. <laughs> I want to know, goddammit. <laughs> so, uh, he runs down to the basement, finds the door to Dr. Rendell's old office. We cut back to Giggles, who now has a bucket of hearts. Let that sink in. Dude. Um, it's a bucket. Bucket, bucket of hearts. Full of hearts. And it's not like, and for a doctor, you would think, they're not on ice, they're not in a cooler, they're not in a freezer. It's just an old, dirty metal bucket, bucket full of, of hearts. hearts. And he starts Goldilocksing Jennifer with these hearts, like, this one's too big, this one's too small, this, this one's, one's just right. right. Like, he fucking Goldilocks with yeah. these hearts. So, um... And the ones that aren't used, he's just tossing them to the side. He's yeah, not like putting it back in the bucket splat. or something like just yeah. gone. <laughs> so the cop enters the um, office door, and this leads him to the doctor's waiting room. Un- Dude, it's an underground Thank you. like hospital wing. I was Yeah, I was going to comment on that as we get a little further in, but we are going to have an ish conversation about this. It's, he opens it up, and it's a long hallway yeah, okay, with that, several rooms. Yeah, before we even get there, he, the waiting room, first of all, the waiting room is filled with all the dead bodies of all the yeah. victims he's killed so ah! far. And with all and the dead bodies. All the dead bodies, and all their hearts have been ripped out. They're so cut open. we're talking Corinne. Mm-hmm. We're talking the, 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 the black couple. The black couple, Corinne, uh, the the old lady, the, the lady with the dog. The, uh, the, the the guy who got his dick cut off, yeah, Dick Stu and Diane, yeah, uh, they're all there. They're all there, propped up. Some of them have like magazines in their hand and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like they're wa- yeah. they're in the waiting room and they all have their cuts. So how the fuck did he get all these bodies back? Exactly. With and again, we keep on we talk about how close together everything is, but nobody saw him dragging <laughs> bodies through this little town. <laughs> um. And again, it's also known that the whole rest of the house, no power. It's dark, but you open up in this weigh room, and it's bright fucking fluorescent oh, lights it's everywhere. it's glowing. Glowing. Um, and also, for a space that's supposed to be from, like, the 50s, it's very modern looking. Modern colors, modern kind of modern chairs. It's just covering cobwebs, but it's very modern looking. Good point. I didn't think about that. Uh, so the cop, like, this is what you were saying. He goes through another door, and this leads him out to a fucking hall. Hallway. Lined with exam rooms and doors. It's, it's, it's this. It's an underground fucking hospital. Yeah. Like, what? It's like an underground wing of a hospital. Yes. It's a long hall with several examining rooms. Like, he starts opening up rooms looking into yeah. them because, like, looking for Jennifer. I mean, this is, like, how would this thing have even be built in the 50s? Like, how would you even go about doing this? It's impossible. It's crazy. It is super crazy. 
Why isn't Dr. Giggles <laughs> using one of these rooms? Why isn't it a rusty old Exactly. Jesus He's Christ. like in his dirty old cement <laughs> garbage room. He could be in one of these like nicer examples. Like my parents' old basement, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so next Giggles rolls in this cart. There's these three giant car batteries on it that are all hooked together. And again, like everything else in the movie, they're gigantic. They don't look like car batteries. They look like batteries that would be for like a, a semi truck, a boat, or something. Like, you know, like, not even yeah. a boat. I mean, but yeah, like a massive, maybe like a cruise ship. Yeah, or something. I mean, <laughs> they're giant, the biggest batteries I've ever seen. And he turns on the machine they're all attached to, and sparks fly from this monstrous, monstrous homemade defibrillator thing. Hearing Jennifer screams uh, as Giggles is about to shock her with the paddles of this thing. Uh, the cop starts running towards the screams. Yeah, he's talking about he has to stop her heart so he can do the surgery. Yeah. Um, Giggle shocks Jennifer with the paddles, killing her. She Yeah, she's hooked up to a, um, you know, a, a heart monitor, heart monitor, and she flatlines. Yeah, she flatlines. And now, for some reason, when he does this, it causes the power in the whole building to flicker. Which, which doesn't make any sense. Thank you, because they're hooked up to car batteries. They're not hooked up to, like, the building's power source. No. They're not plugged into an outlet. They're hooked up to self-sustaining batteries. Why would the lights be flickering? They wouldn't. <laughs> Shit. This is just such bullshit. <laughs> the cop bursts in, orders Giggles away from Jennifer, and then Giggles says, oh, come on, have a heart, and starts throws a heart at the cop. Which smacks him, like, right in the face. <laughs> I kind of liked it. I liked it, too. I liked it, too. Because it comes like, Ew. But then he pulls, like, up some Batman bullshit. Oh, yeah. He takes the two paddles and, like, sticks them together, causing the power to go out completely. Pitch blackness. But for only for, like, a second. It goes out, it comes back on, and Giggles is just gone. Poof. He, he pulled a fucking Batman. <laughs> what the He's f- out. What the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe he's using some of those dark man tricks he learned. Who knows? <sighs> just, it just makes no sense. I can't get over it. Make any sense. <laughs> so, Ugh. the cop then, again, this is what I'm talking about. He's not maybe playing a little loose. Instead of helping Jennifer immediately. He goes after Giggles. Yeah. He runs out to the hallway looking for Giggles. You got a dead girl. Yeah. Right there in front of you. Who recently died. Like, yeah. You could still like try some. He's like, nope, I'm going after <laughs> Giggles. He goes out to the hallway, looks around, doesn't see Giggles. Like, All right, I guess I'll go help the girl now. <laughs> goes back in, starts CPR on Jennifer. Such a weird waste of motion. Yeah. Though. It's like, help the dead girl yeah. first. That's your priority. Like I'm saying, these cops are playing very loose here in this town. That's the whole reason you went there was to save her. Yeah, to save her. Exactly, yeah. to save She's her. She's dead. She needs your help. Nah. <laughs> Meanwhile, in another room, an angry Giggles takes off his surgical gloves and his mask. And he says, it's time to do what doctors do best. And the camera pans over to an old set of golf clubs. Yes! <laughs> I love that part. I love that part. So that th- was pretty solid. I like <laughs> you like that one, huh? I did. <laughs> so once Jennifer is alive again, because the cop did CPR on her, he unstraps her from the gurney, tells her to be quiet and wait here while he looks for a way out. And I'm like, really? Why not just go back the way you came? And take her with you. Exactly. Pretty easy. Not wait here by yourself while I go off by myself. Do you not remember which way you went? <laughs> it's down the long hall and up the stairs, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Fuck. 
Anyway, Jennifer gets up and follows after him. And back in the hallway, that's when Max just shows up. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And the three of them together make it back to the waiting room uh, that has all the corpses in, corpses in it. But unbeknownst to them, Dr. Giggles has pulled an E.T. And he has blended in with the dead bodies. <laughs> so how he gets from past them, he runs off to get the golf clubs, then somehow sneaks past them and hides amongst the dead bodies. <laughs> He is fucking Batman, dude. He, he must be. And it's not like they're all piled together. No. It's like they're all separate. So you can be like, oh, no, there's Dougie Doug. Like, oh, no, oh, there's Corinne. There's oh, shit, Dr. There's Giggles. Dr. Giggles <laughs> just sitting there. Massive man yeah. all dressed in surgical yeah. garb. Surgical garb. Fuck. <sighs> so... So he hits Max in the face with the golf club, sending him re- reeling to the floor. He then hits the gun out of the cop's hands. And this hit is a one in a million super hit because not only does he knock the gun out of the cop's hand, he also manages to knock all the fucking bullets out of the gun. Yeah, he's got a revolver at <laughs> Which I have never seen this happen before Nuts in my revolver life. revolver open and all the bullets are out. Yeah, it's this wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't. He's got those skills, man. <laughs> the hands of a surgeon, Marshall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Swinging a golf club. This movie's just fucking insanity. Do what doctors simple. do best. Uh, so while Giggles is swinging the club at the cop, Jennifer's fidgeting with the gun, trying to get the bullets back into it. Uh, Giggles hits the cop, knocks him through a window. Yeah, he does a pretty sweet drive on him. Yeah, he does. Uh, Jennifer's about to shoot him, but Giggles just grabs the gun from her. <laughs> he's like, bitch, and, give and, me that. Yeah, he's like, give me that. And he turns, to, he turns to shoot the cop, but Jennifer then hits his arm at the last second, throwing the shot off. The cop runs off down the hall, taunting Giggles to follow him, allowing Jennifer and Max to get away. Jennifer and Max make it out of the underground hospital, the bunker, if you will, and back to Giggles' basement where they try to go up the stairs, but the stairs collapse. On yeah. The whole thing just comes they, down. They did kind of show that it was uh, rickety, rickety when they were coming down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back in the underground operating room that we saw earlier, Giggles has found the cop. He shoots at him. The cop knocks over some bottles of chemicals on the floor, which shatter, and somehow a fire just starts, and the cop's on fire. Like, it wasn't very clear. It's like, yeah, it's a good point. Like he, the chemicals spill on the floor, but the cops just shooting around the room. Were there sparks that hit? I don't it or know, something? but it just suddenly there's fire. It, it just kind of happened. Like, you're, you're right. I don't really remember. I don't remember either. Like, it's a spontaneous combustion. The room lights on fire. The cops on fire. <laughs> yeah, the cops on fire. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, but Giggles decides, you know what? That's not enough. He grabs the cop, flings him around, <laughs> saying, I'm not, I haven't discharged you. <laughs> they fight and struggle. He's the, not going to let him burn. He's going to yeah, fucking just, take care of himself. Let the guy burn, you know? <laughs> like, Jesus. In the struggle, gets, the fire gets extinguished. Yeah, so, you know? yeah, exactly. He ends up helping the cop. Uh, the cop manages to somehow wrap a chain around Dr. Yeah, Giggle's neck. A <laughs> chain hanging from, from the, the ceiling. ceiling. <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, this allows the cop to get the upper hand for a moment, but Giggles mutters out, don't make me laugh. G- grabs the circular bone saw, which you've seen before, slices the into the cop's back. Blood comes pouring out of the cop's mouth, and he just seems to fall over dead. We never see him again. Yeah. And so he's done. 
While all this is going on, Jennifer is hoisting Max up so he can then pull her up the broken stairs. Right as she's about to get pulled up, Giggles pops up, grabbing her ankle, but she's able to kick him off after a little struggle. He giggles as he gets up, but the two of them are able to scramble. Yeah, they get she away. She scrambles up, and they, they run out. So Giggles... They're, they're on their way out. Yeah, so Giggles, instead of trying to figure out a way to go after them, he decides to go back into the hospital area, which is now engulfed in flames. And the camera keeps showing us shots of this, these flammable tanks, like large... Yeah, like our oxygen, oxygen tank, tank or something. But it says flammable, yeah, flammable all over them. Now, I don't understand Dr. Giggle's thought process here, but he seems to go into the heart of the fire. He goes right into the center of everything. Right into the center of the fire. And, he's, and, and he stands there giggling, just stands there giggling like a madman, while Jennifer and Max escape the house right as it fucking explodes. Ba-boom. I mean, just goes up. It's boom. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Max gets thrown off the porch. Yeah. He goes flying. <laughs> and I guess, and when they show the explosion, they show from the carnival, and obviously yeah, you can see the explosion they see, like, from the, the mushroom carnival. Cloud so they're all on top of each other. <laughs> they have to be. That's where Dr. Giggles, you can see Dr. Giggles' house explode from the carnival. You can. So they got to be right on top of each other. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> they just confirmed our theory. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> And then landing like right next to them outside is it, on fire is the uh, black medical bag of Doctor from Doctor Doctor Giggle's dad. Now we cut to Jennifer on a gurney being rolled through a hospital. Now this hospital is brightly lit. The hallways are brightly lit. It's all white. Proper hospital. On her way into surgery, but she's wheeled into the darkest operating room I have ever seen, which is such bullshit. <laughs> Like I just said, hospitals are always brightly lit. This hallway was. It yeah. was brightly lit. Yeah. I mean, hell, when I was rolled into the operating room for my, uh, they had my tumor removed, uh, the, the the lights were so, it was like almost blinding yeah. how bright that, that room was. Because they want to see everything. Exactly. <laughs> see everything. But no, this fucking operating room has one little light on and they're about to do a heart surgery. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Turn oh. on some damn lights. <laughs> Oh, uh. Jesus. So, the surgeon gets Jennifer kind of strapped in as the nurse or technician checks other machines and equipment. But then she spots blood kind of leaking out from under a door uh, attached to, the, to the, the upper room. So, she opens the door. She follows it into a very large trail of blood that leads her to two dead bodies of either other surgeons or te- and or technicians. And like his, his go-to move, Giggles just pops up from behind her, snaps her neck like a Slim Jim. She's dead. <laughs> snaps her neck like a Slim Jim. Uh, he then enters the operating room as the surgeon is just starting to like put Jennifer out with the anesthesiologist. Like anesthesiologist, yeah. yeah. Uh, Giggles walks right up next to this guy and starts pulling out all these giant, and he's, he's, vicious, like medieval-looking instruments that got, look... It, he's got his garb on, but it's still like singed and burned. Burn, and he's like, he's he's all uh, uh, bubbly and like uh, and uh, blistery from the fire. And uh, these instruments more look more like torture devices than medical instruments, right? And the surgeon again is just standing there next to him, he's looking at him, like, like, "What the? F- who the hell are you? What are those things?" And the doctor goes, giggles, just looks at him, says, "I'm her doctor." And he's like, these are just something I threw together. These are, uh, you know, some of my own designs. Like, I threw them together. Mm-hmm. And 
He just kills the surgeon with he goes, one of these. But I haven't you quite used them yet. They he haven't lines, been tested. They haven't been tested. Lines them up on the anesthesiologist's face. He's just standing there going, dude. And you mind, this thing that he's lining up in front of his face is like has like six spikes pointing right at this guy's like, face. This looks like something out of fucking Hellraiser. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or like phantasm spikes. He just holds it in front of his face. Boom! And just shuts. Yeah. Smashes <laughs> his face with it. Pulls it back and he has his glasses. His bloody almost, glasses. Yeah. And Impaled on it. Um, so, yeah, he kills the surgeon. Bump. Hearing his voice, a groggy Jennifer slowly gets herself off the gurney. She's all dazed yeah. from the anesthesia. Giggle says, hey, you know, there's still time. Let's pick up where we left off. Jennifer stumbles out of the room and locks herself inside a medical storage closet. Also, I would like to point out at this point, I want to mention at this point, that for a working hospital... No one has noticed the three dead bodies lying in the hallway with a giant trail of blood leading up to them. Nah. Nobody. Nah. Hey, man, it's nights. It's real <laughs> loose on nights. <laughs> so, um, Giggles begins to smash his way into the closet, and Jennifer spots a defibrillator in there. So when Giggles has fully smashed his way in, in, inside and is standing in front of her, she holds up these two glass bottles filled with some kind of clear liquid, she throws them at his feet. They shatter on the floor. Giggles tells her it's time to take her medicine. Jennifer spins around, grabs the defibrillator paddles, and says, try some of your own medicine. And with that, she uses the paddles to shock the liquid on the floor that Giggles is standing in. And Ugh. this electrocutes the shit out of him. Ugh. Blue electricity and sparks are flying everywhere. That sweet blue electricity that from the 80s even, made its way to the 90s. Right, yeah, it did. <laughs> and it's all its wonderful glory. Yep. Giggles is twitching and shaking while still giggling. Giggling like an idiot. Uh, and this, <laughs> this scene is so ridiculous, but it's awesome at the same time. Because of this, <laughs> the, the blue electricity and the way... Larry Drake is portrayed as like, yeah. and like, <laughs> and twitching, yeah, with giggling, his giggles. and these cheap, like, blue electricity, his like, eyes fire. are doing something crazy, yeah, too. It's, it's so ridiculous, but it's awesome at the same time. He falls over with one last, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so weird sounding, he just collapses to the floor. Now, before I go on, you when I said he was about to electrocute the, the liquid on the floor, you kind of made like a uh, roll your eyes. So, like, is there something scientifically medically wrong with this idea? Yes! <laughs> okay. Everything. <laughs> <sighs> you can't discharge defibrillator paddles on... You just can't just charge them whenever you want. You can be like, bang, 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 bang. Uh, there's 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 a lot of steps to it. Well, now, we all know they have to charge, you know. No, at least that part. No, it's it's Now, the only thing that might get away with it is that it's old equipment. That's the only thing that might work. Other than that, she'd get the shit chick probably knocked out of her, too. He's wearing rubber shoes. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Actually, we don't know his shoes. His shoes, he could be wearing fucking, like, wingtips or loafers. Yeah, I mean, you don't he could, know. like, with soft soles. I don't know. I was just not, I was just kind of like, <laughs> But I'm going along for the ride. <laughs> he gets the shit shocked out of him. Yeah. So uh, she, Jennifer drops the paddles and slowly walks past them. But, of course, he springs back to life, Dang. grabs her. <laughs> Thank God, because I, I was like, going to be really pissed. And that's the way they got rid of Dr. Giggles. Uh, uh, yeah, so he grabs her ankle. He stands back up. Well, struggles. I will say that. He, yeah, he's, he's pretty fucked up. He's fucked up. He, he's been ex- set on fire, ex- surviving an explosion. He's now been electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> he's having a bad day. He struggles the same way. He's like 
has one hand on her shoulder. He's kind of like pulling himself up using her as balance. And uh, I gotta say again, the face that Dr. Giggles is making in the shot is so fucking ridiculous. It's priceless. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. It, it's I can't even begin to describe it. You just have to see it. It's awesome. He stands there and says, I don't feel well. <laughs> and then Jennifer grabs like two of like the crazy looking surgical instruments that uh, Giggles handmade that he had in his hands. Um, it says, take two of these and call me in the morning. <laughs> and Giggles giggles. Like, <laughs> yeah, he gives yeah. a little giggle. And then she just stabs him through the chest with them. He stumbles backwards, drops to his knees. And now as ridiculous as this movie is, it gets even weirder because Giggles decides at this one point, to break the fourth wall, he looks straight into the camera and says, is there a doctor in the house? And then he falls face first onto the floor. The surgical instruments are pushed even further through his body. Impaling him through. Dr. Giggles dies. And as he's dying, he's, is there a doctor in the house line? Is so drawn out. Yeah. And he's drooling. Oh, he's got dro- and staring about in to the drool. camera. It's like, what is going on? You know it's that, a really crazy scene. You know they wrote that just like the theater, theatrical release. Like, yeah, yeah, so, but yeah. still, like it's so weird to like break the, like right down the barrel of the camera when nothing in this movie has done anything like that at all. Anyway, so he's dead. We cut to Jennifer waking up in a hospital bed after a successful surgery. Her dad is sitting on the bed next to her in hospital gowns and a robe. He leaves as Max enters with his arm in a sling. He goes over to sit next to her. Um, now, I also couldn't help but notice that for someone who just had heart surgery, she has pretty much, like, no wires on her. She's, like, she's not connected to, like, any real equipment. Oh, no. It's like, hi, Dad. It's like she How's might, it going? She might have just been in there for, like, the flu or, like, I had her tonsil. Like, right. when my dad had a heart attack and a simple, when I went to see him, he looked more machine than man, as they would say. <laughs> he like, like, he looked, I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, but, nope, she's completely fine. They kiss. The camera pans over to her heart monitor, which begins to beep faster and faster because they're kissing. She's getting all excited. Roll credits. That's Dr. Giggles. I do have to say, I'm surprised that the cheating boyfriend survived. And and, and she's like, really? She's, she's like, okay with it. it. Yeah, she's okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were just cheating on me, making out with this girl before all this shit went down. But now it's like, okay, whatever. We're cool. We're cool. So, yeah, Moon Goons, that's Dr. Giggles. Let's move on to five star, or favorite kills. I'm sorry, favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right. Uh, Aaron, what do you got this week for favorite kills? There were a lot of kills. There were a lot. It's a decent body count, but kind of like what you said before. The double digits. The gore factor was so disappointing. You know, like killed by syringe, killed by, you know, a, an off-camera, like, tonsillectomy or whatever it's there was potential yes but yeah there was this kind of it was kind of disappointing uh i wanted my favorite kill to be the blood pressure cuff around the neck i was saying that earlier that really 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 wanted that to be my favorite kill unfortunately it was so anticlimactic it just didn't do it for me uh so i guess i'm gonna have to go with um I kind of liked uh, Dr. Giggles' death. 
I kind of liked him finally getting impaled, <laughs> his crazy pitch to the fourth wall, falling through, impaled. You see a good amount of blood. That was kind of cool. Yeah. And plus, those instruments were pretty gnarly looking. They were pretty gnarly. They were cool looking. That was my favorite kill. Uh, I agree with you in everything you say. Um, they missed a lot of opportunities for great gore. They had really unique kills. Yeah. They just didn't gore it up like they should have. Like I really wanted to like the one with the the, the stomach pump and that drill. Like that right. could have been great. Like they could have had all the blood come out. And then you could have seen like the drill come out through her stomach or something like that. Again, the blood pressure. Mm-hmm. There's so many missed opportunities. But I agree with you. My favorite kill was Doctor Giggles as well. Yeah, just because he gets a electric, <laughs> he gets shocked the shit out of him. Uh, and just what also makes it so ridiculous is the facial expressions he's making during all this are so priceless. Fantastic. It's fantastic. It just like, what? <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you. I'm going with Dr. Giggles as well as my favorite kill for, all right. for this week. Uh, with that, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, our ratings, IMDb. Gives it a 5.1 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes as a 27% thermometer score with a 42% audience score. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Amazon. Now, Amazon, we know Amazon. We have a history with Amazon. <laughs> 3.5? No. 4.4 out of 5. Jesus Christ. 56% of the reviews were five-star reviews. Wow. Yeah. Plot keywords. There were actually a lot. Uh, I just wrote some of the ones that I thought were kind of weird uh, that if you look them up, like, First one, condom is a plot key word for this movie. Well, there is. There's, uh, a, there's, a, there's a very troubling scene with a condom. Yeah, but uh, woman wearing black lingerie. Yeah, mom's lingerie. Overhearing <laughs> sex. <laughs> Not sex scene, just overhearing oh, sex. Cool. I think that's a first. That is a first. Bound and gagged and mitral valve prolapse. <laughs> <laughs> Functional valve prolapse. Yes, that's a theme in the movie. <laughs> but again, plot key word. That's a first. That's a first. All right, so uh, trivia. I actually got some interesting trivia for this movie that I, I thought was kind of uh, fun. Uh, so first of all, so we were talking about this. To create that bizarre POV shot through the mouth that we saw earlier. Yeah. Uh, they used an oversized mouth prop was constructed for the camera to fit into to, uh, to film from behind huh. it. So they like, strapped this fake mouth around the camera. So it was it was a practical effect. Yeah, and to match the size of the mouth, they, they, they made an oversized tongue depressor which for the doctor to use. And they just use like weird. this weird perspective. Uh, we are talking. About, okay, this is the guy who played uh, in Roseanne. Uh, he yeah, he died of a heroin overdose on December third, two thousand two. Uh, the guy Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. I already talked about he he won back to uh, Larry Drake won back to back Emmy awards in nineteen eighty eight and eighty nine for his character Benny Stolwitz on L A Law. Oh. Uh, he passed away in twenty sixteen. So recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lost his battle against blood cancer. Oh, bummer. Uh, and let's see, we talked about that. Uh, the house that belonged to Dr. Giggles was not a real house. It was a prop house that they built and set up in a park. The crew had built the prop house instead of using a real house, just so the fact they could blow it up at the end of the film, which makes sense. <laughs> awesome. Uh, the body count was 17, supposedly. Jesus Christ. Now, get ready for this shit. This, is cra- this blows my mind. Jennifer Aniston and Ashley Judd were both auditioned for the role of Jennifer. Wow. Can you imagine either one of them was in this movie? Well, Jennifer Aniston was in Leprechaun. Which was, I think... Right around the same time. I think it was after this. I think she lost out on this and went on to Leprechaun. Wow. Can you imagine this was Jennifer Aniston's like, debut film instead of Leprechaun? Wow. Or Ashley Judd? <laughs> Ashley Judd, that's a weird one. That's yeah. a weird one. Now, this is even crazier. 
Ted Danson was considered for the role of Dr. Giggles. No. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine Dr. Giggles was played by Sam the bartender? No. Fucking <laughs> Ted Daniels? Ted, Ted, Dan- Ted Danson? No, dude, that's crazy. That's insanity. Well, it was the early 90s. He was he, huge. He was trying to do film. It was right when Cheers ended, right when Cheers was winding down. Yeah. He did a movie called Made in America where he did, it was like with Whippy Goldberg. He also did a movie where he yeah, it was with Macaulay Culkin, where he was like a criminal, like trying to make good and be with like I don't remember the name of the movie. I remember that one. It was a, I remember seeing it. And it was like I don't remember any of it because it was a shit movie. But uh, yeah, I'm just like that would be cr- Ted dances. Doctor Giggles would be mm-mm. weird. Yeah, that'd be really weird. All right, uh, so that's all I have for trivia this week. Uh, but I do get to move on this week to play a variation of our budget game. Time for Aaron to blow his wad with the budget game. Now, I don't have the budget. I have the opening weekend gross and the total gross of the entire film. So we're going to play Guess the Grosses. Uh, I'll give you a hint on this, Aaron. Uh, Opening weekend, it opened on 1,681 theaters in 1992. 1,681 theaters. So what was the, what, how much money did it make its opening weekend? 1992. Mm-hmm. Horror film. No names. $4.5 million. $4.5. You came in way under. Well, not, not I should say way under. Opening gross weekend, $2,714,815. I was over. You said I came in way under. You said $4.5 million. Yeah. And you said how much? Two million. Yeah, so I went over. What did I say? Under. Oh shit! Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, well, okay. Well, it's two million off. You, you were over. <laughs> All right, you were over. Uh, and it opened at number seven in the country that in this opening weekend. Mm, that's now, not good. No. Do you want to take a guess at what its total, how much it made in its total lifespan in the well, theaters? <sighs> All right. Well. Movies like that, they don't last long. Because I remember, I remember watching the previews when I was a kid in 1992. I was like 12, 13 years old, depending on when it came out. Uh, yeah, I remember looking. I even remember thinking to myself. October 23rd. So I would have been thir- just turned 13. I was 12, you were 13. And I remember yeah. even thinking to myself, this movie looks like shit. Because <laughs> I was just old enough to start thinking, man, that looks like dog shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't remember. There was like no buzz around it, if I remember correctly. It was like not like people like, oh, dude, you gotta go see Doctor Giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, it was like, dude, you gotta go see Leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it made two million its opening weekend. Let's say it lasted, and it was October, so probably some had some hype from Halloween. All right, you're giving me the wrap-up. Okay, $7.5 million. Very close. That's probably your closest guest ever, almost, on one of these. Okay. Gross was $8,403,433. Look at that. So, good on you for that one. That was, I'll give you the win on that. <laughs> All that right. was super close. Aaron yeah. gets a win there today. Nice. All right, next, next we move on to our, I don't know, it's kind of fun at times, but we're going to move on to five-star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five star reviews. Now I had a, there were a lot of reviews for this, a lot. <laughs> Apparently, people uh, liked it. But because it's it's uh, very polarizing, so I, I went five and one. Okay, awesome. So from Tessa Sanders, this movie makes you so glad that the lead actors got better at acting. 
All I can say is the doctor is in. Did kind of want the scumbag cheating boyfriend had gotten off, but oh well, five stars. <laughs> I kind of feel that way too. It's kind of weird though. It's like it makes you feel like glad that the leading actress got better at acting. Five stars. Like that's so weird. That's to a s- weird thing to say. All right, some whimsical night. The movie is great for those like my wife and I that love wonderfully terrible movies. Five stars. Some yeah. that one I I trimmed down a lot. Some of these I really had to trim down. From a customer. This is all bold, keep in mind, and capitalized. It's great for a first date. Your date will grab you and hold on to you nice and tight. Smiley face, five stars. Your date is going to hate you. (laughs) (laughs) What did you do to me? Yeah. And from another customer, I have seen many horror movies, but have honestly never been scared. But after seeing this movie, I was truly walking through my house with my back to my walls, peeking around every corner. It is an awesome movie that will truly scare the heck out of you. Five stars. No, yeah. it's not scary. It's, it's like it's it's more of a comedy. It's like it's like slapsticky almost yeah, at times. Yeah, uh, and from Cheryl Meeks, this is a <laughs> I forget about this. This is another movie I will never watch. It's a gift for my daughter. I will not be able to give it a product review. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? thanks. How do you rate say so? I've never watched it. I'm not gonna watch it. Five I can't stars. rate it, but five stars. Sure. And lastly, from Sid the Elf. Now, this guy wrote a shit-long, like, novel of a review, and I just, at the very end, was the best part, because he breaks the movie down by numbers. Okay. So he wrote 17 dead bodies, 94 creepy giggles from the doctor, one dead, poorly acted Dougie Doug, <laughs> seven unwanted surgeries, one The Fear alumni, so somebody from the movie The Fear, zero breasts, and then in parentheses, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> One Dr. Mario plane and one bra salesman, salesman Skid Farkas from Seinfeld, two-star sighting, and one fantastic B-horror movie, five stars. Wow. This guy really knew his... Uh, yeah, he broke that shit down. Dr. Giggles. 94 giggles, huh? 94 creepy giggles, apparently. Um, now, let's check out the opposite side of this coin. The okay. one-star review. All reviews. right, all right. First off, from a customer... I have a contact. I have a contract out on the person who developed the premise of eviscerating often oversexed teenagers. One star. So I guess he's talking about like a hit, a hit, like a hit man. I don't know. Anyway, hey, does Jesus? They, they, they weren't oversexed. They really they were weren't. Very appropriately sexed. Yeah, except for the one high school girl in the laundry. There's hardly any even. Yeah, there's really no sex in this movie. Well, except for the blowing, of blowing the of the facts. Yeah, flating the saxophone uh, from Ted. Avoid the new teeny bopper filth, Dr. Giggles. Okay, this one, bear with me, guys, because this guy's insane. <laughs> Avoid the new teeny bopper filth, Dr. Giggles. Scream. I know what you did last summer. Ghost ship, Valentine, Urban Legend, and too many more to name. But stick to classic horror movies. 1978 Halloween, 1984 A Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984 Silent Night, Deadly Night, 92 Minute Uncut Version, 1981 The Burning, Uncut by Dragon, Vipco, 1977 Dawn of the Dead, and remember the new can't imitate the classics. P.S. Dr. Giggles is as terrible as Leprechaun, Puppet Master, Child's Play, and other goofy bad movies that don't deserve to be named horror movies. One star. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, come on. 
They're all, I mean, yes, you named off some amazing, good, classic horror movies, but you got to love some of that yeah, other he, stuff. That guy's one of those asshole, like, horror movie snobs. Like, yeah. Like, yeah like, it's mm. like the beer snobs. Yeah. He's just like, the oh. The micro beer snobs. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. I like micro beers. They're delicious, and I could enjoy, like, a Tasmanian IPA. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to turn up my nose to a PBR. <laughs> drink that shit, too, man. I'm like, sweet, awesome, thanks. Exactly. From Barbarian. How are we supposed to take a gimp from LA Law seriously? I'd probably help to pay your victims and get payment before killing them. He's the greatest dentist of our time. Isaac Yankum DDS has nothing on Dr. Giggles Larry Drake. The geniuses in Hollywood probably kicked themselves thinking they hired a prize gem from Darkman to play this leading role. One star. Isaac Yankum? I love the Isaac Yankum reference. That's a pro wrestler from... That's Kane. That's Kane. That was Kane. Kane. (laughs) Before Kane was Kane. Yeah. He was Isaac... Isaac Yankum. DDS. DDS. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Just for that reference. Now, the last three are kids reviews, which I always love these. Oh, boy. This movie, Dr. Giggles, is the worst movie ever. It makes Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas look like The Godfather. <laughs> it makes Glitter look like Citizen Kane. It makes Geely look like Gone with the Wind. This movie will make you barf on your lap. All of you who gave this five-star rating, I think you all should be shot. <laughs> One star. Damn, kid. Yeah. Last two here, and then we're wrapping it up. This Another kid's review. This movie was very gross and almost made me want to puke. I was disgusted not only by the disgusting killings, but the horrendous acting. Manny Kato <laughs> is a bad director, and I've seen one of his other films, Star Kid. It was also bad. Boo! One star. <laughs> <laughs> that review is so bad, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> And the last one, last kid review. I hate this movie and everyone in it. The lines that made it a horror comedy were lame and pointless. The one lines were awful and the acting was horrendous. Also, the make effects made me want to gag. Ew. Yuck. Don't see it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> one star. <laughs> I really like the way you read it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Nicely done. So there you have it, guys. That's, we're ran a little long with this one, but god damn. Um, Aaron, wrap it up for us. Speaking <laughs> of running long, I felt like the movie was long. It was only an hour and a half long, but god damn, that movie felt long. I felt so too. Like, yeah. I did feel like it was dragged on at times. It just really did, but honestly, I'm kind of glad I watched it because this is something I've been, you know, it, it was literally on my radar since 1992, and I'm going to I'm gonna have to say so bad it's good. All right. I'm going to say so bad it's good, but just... Just because, for some reason, it holds a little special place in my heart. <laughs> I remember seeing the ads, and I think this is the first time i ever seen a horror movie ad and think, is this really a horror movie? <laughs> or is this a com- What is What is this? What exactly is this? This is like my first little taste or idea of a horrible horror movie, or a movie that's a horror movie but has a little something else to it, something corny or different or a twist. Uh, it had some interesting kills. We already talked about what we didn't like about it, what they could have improved on. But it had some stu- stupid puns. It was fun. It was nice. Some stupid yeah, puns. It was full Jesus. of stupid puns. <laughs> it was great to see like some early 90s, lots of those 90s styles, dark like, colors. There's just the 90s stuff. Dr. Mario. <laughs> so bad it's good. Check it out once if you, ready, if you want right. a little trip back to the 90s. All right. Um. First off, let me thank uh, Todd Brown again for uh, suggesting this one to us. Uh, and sorry it took so long for us to get to it, but we did. Um, 
I'm torn. Like, I'm kind of with you, man. Like, it does feel long because, like, it, it's a total runtime is like an hour, 31 minutes. Yeah. And you take, like, maybe two or three minutes away for credits, but it still feels like it's kind of It felt long. long. Uh, after all we said and done, I... The movie's insane. Like, it, there's so many loopholes and, like, things that make absolutely zero sense. And, like, a lot of, it just... It's like they just completely shat the bed on that and said, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but when you... <laughs> it's, but at the same time, it's so insane that it's ridiculous in a good way. And, yeah, the gore could have been better, I agree, but god damn. This is, like, we say, we've said about other port movies, like... Uh, like, Chopping Mall was, like, a, a time capsule of the 80s. Yeah. Well, this movie is kind of like a time capsule of the early 90s of that period, man. It's so... It's just perfectly, like, in that weird, awkward transition between 80s, 80s and, and 90s. 90s. yeah. Um, But I, I too, am, I'm going to say so bad it's good, but barely. Yeah. But just, it's worth one watch. Just watch it and then move on. Yeah. Watch it once. Enjoy the insane amount of puns and the... the Larry Drake does do. I will say he does a good job. He I think, does save it. He, you he, know, some, he, his mannerisms, his giggles. Mm-hmm. He he does a solid job. Enjoy it once. Move on. So bad, good. Yeah. There you go. I'm done. That, I'm with you. All right. We that's it. We wrapped it up. That's Doctor Googles. All right, Moon Goons. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back soon with another horror movie. So in the meantime, guys, Woo. remember to watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>